0: Episode, hey, do you want to pet these dogs, buddy? Uh, they look like they got mange. Yeah, but I got them for you for Valentine's Day. Dog. So what do they eat? It's like human hearts. I found them out by the police station. That one looks like it's got a knife. That dog definitely has a knife. Oh shit!
1: Here comes the spooky! What's going on, chuds and chudettes? Here comes the spookies coming back at you with episode 15. This time we're going to talk about Harry Warden and why he hates Valentine's Day. We've also got a list of the 10 most romantic horror movies. So sit back, relax, tie your Valentine to a chair, Aww. and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. <laughs> What's going on,
0: Nachos? How are you doing on this belated Valentine's Day?
1: I'm doing good, buddy. So I am your host, uh. Cincinnati Jeff. With me always is my best friend, my co-host, Nachos McWerewolf. Down in the depths of the CNC fart
0: factory. <laughs> adult make fart noises. <laughs> How was your Valentine's Day, buddy? Uh, tragically anticlimactic because it's a holiday I don't celebrate because uh, I... I, I Tend to do the more pagan holidays. Nah, it's just some homework bullshit. You buy your candy on the fifteenth, you're good, buddy. You Dude, it's up? always
1: fifty to seventy percent off, man. I know. Just that's like my, the real holiday. Just like my pants at a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was, uh, you know, uh, pretty standard. You know, we how was your gifts. Valentine's Day? Oh, it was good. Thank you for asking, sir. Oh, no problem, buddy. Uh very enjoyable. Um, I got my wife some flowers, a balloon. Me and my son like got her like a big card, and she got me. Uh, the NECA Ultimate Freddy. Damn. Yep. You should marry her, dude. That's a catch right there. Uh, I, yeah, if I could marry her again, I would. Da. Oh. We've been together 10 years. It feels like 10 minutes. Ten minutes. Underwater. God damn, dude. <laughs> That's a... Uh... Moving on.
0: <laughs> I got you these dogs, though. <laughs>
1: So, uh, today's movie, uh, we're going to be talking about My Bloody Valentine. Which the one? 1981 version. The non-Tom Atkins diet one. Sad. Which is, hey, you know what? They're both pretty solid. You tell me I'm going to watch either or I'm fine with that yep uh before we get started just want to say um for those of you who listen you can check us out uh obviously on podbean pod on bean. apple, music. apple uh, music you can get us on google play we music google play. uh we're on stitcher, we spotify, stitcher on spotify. spotify pretty much anywhere where you we find your podcast raspberry pie. also check us out on instagram at here comes the spooky on facebook and uh twitter at here comes spooky you can also email us at here comes the spooky at gmail.com drop us a line drop us a comment give us a like let us know what you like about about the show what you don't like about the show what you would like us to watch and review what do you want what us you to want cover? me to wear right yeah if you hate us let us know why we love that shit we thrive on hatred it's what thrive these machines run on bad comments so hit us up man for sure spite's a motivator yeah uh email us and tell us which one you think's more handsome and then that way we can fight about it on the next episode and who
0: has the sexier voice <laughs> oh
1: it's clearly you oh girl so before we get started, uh, not much to talk about in the world of uh, horror movies here, um, but Entertainment Weekly, Entertainment Take Two, cut, Entertainment Weekly, there we go, composed a list of the ten most romantic horror movies to watch on Valentine's Day to get your boner rubbed too. Yeah. So this is in no particular order here. All right, what you got? Uh, so number one, American Werewolf in London.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of love going on there. And werewolf Nazis. I know that you're not a big fan of that. But. I don't hate it. It's just, it's. I feel it's not a well-structured movie. But it's fun. You get fucking killer special effects. John Landis did it. And uh, yeah, before you wolf out on your gal, you can get some chuckles out of it too. Yeah, I like I like the, the dead friend the whole time. It's pretty fun. Oh, I love how he's constantly decomposing the entire time. Am I uh, a dick's length away from the mic? Should I get a little closer? Yeah, get a little. Should I get a
1: tonsils deep? Oh, Eric, yeah, we. Can, yeah, there yeah, you Okay, and hey, we're back. Uh, number two, The Fly, nineteen
0: eighty six. Oh, uh, I do you want your date to like fucking vomit all over your wiener. Nothing
1: says romantic like a good Cronenberg. Oh, Cronenberg, I love Cronenberg,
0: but he's disgusting. Like that arm wrestling scene. You think that's gonna get you any pussy? <laughs> You see that shit snap. I don't know. You just turn the movie off, and then you're just like... It's I'm... the
1: nest-making scene where he's puking up fucking, uh, fucking oatmeal. That's, that's the fucking uh, language of love vomiting. Number three
0: is... i never seen this one. Near Dark? Yeah, that's a vampire movie. Holy shit. So, yeah, it, whenever they release like a Blu-ray copy... because I don't know. That movie's hard to find. But, yeah, I could see that. You get Bill Paxton as, like, a cowboy vampire. Just, oh, that's cool. You don't know anything about this? Uh-uh. Dude, I'll drop it real quick. So you get, it's like half the cast of Aliens. You get Lance Henriksen. You get old girl that plays Vasquez, who's actually a white Jewish woman. So, that's weird. She's not? No. She's not, like, Latino? No, she's not a, no, she's a white Jewish lady. Really? Yeah. And then you get Bill Paxton, and they play these fucking redneck vampires. Oh, and you get that little weird kid who's in class in 1999. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yes, that I do know. Yeah. That kid's fucking weird. Yeah, so they're like hick vampires that go around. There's a scene at a bar I'll show you like later. You're going to fucking sauce
1: the biscuits. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Number four, uh, Candyman. Candyman? Well, it's, you know, that's very special. Candyman? Man. Don't Are you telling me I'm Candyman to... is sexual? Should you keep doing it, Candlejack. Ooh! Gonna need some more rope. <laughs> Candle Jack. No, uh-uh. Candle Jack. You can candy man. Yeah. Keep it up. Well. I'll summon my own guy. That's a pretty uh, sexual overtones in there in that movie. That movie's beautiful. That's a 10.
0: Um, there's, the, there's the review. There's the episode on that. It's a 10. It's a 10. Everybody loves it. it. 10 number out of 10 bee stings in
1: the mouth. Number five is Let the Right One In, 2004. That's the one with uh, Hit Girl, right? Uh, Yes, I believe so. It's another vampire movie. Yeah, it was cool. Very sexual, the vampires. Yeah, but they're kids. Number six, this one I thought was a little odd. Shaun of the Dead.
0: It's a safe rom-com. You can get your chuckles. I mean, yeah, there's a hearty relationship theme. I mean, like, you go to the Winchester, you get your pint, you get your pork snacks, and you wait for the whole thing to blow over <laughs> with your best gal, your best dude, who may or may not be a zombie, and then you kill your stepdad, who's a fucking vampire in a Underworld yep boom
1: (laughs) number seven is Warm Bodies that's another uh, zombie one which I actually really did like that one is a very rom-com
0: I never got around to it it's actually a and just like Shaun of the Dead is a (laughs) zom-com you can kick me in the teeth later that's okay I'll give you that one number eight is Spring I've never heard of that I've never heard of that one either do we have a premise I don't Okay, it's about a haunted spring. It, it, his parents were Slinkies, and they got murdered by Hasbro. I'm done. <laughs> fuck. Hey, there's beer in
1: here. Great. Number nine is The Shape of Water. Oh, Creatures from the Fuck Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You know the story on that, right? Is they wanted to make creatures, but uh, um, Guillermo Toro was like, I like, couldn't get the rights or some shit. From no, Universal. like he's
0: he's been um trying to get that fucking remake done forever, but they're just like, yeah, we'll get you. We'll, and anytime they try to reboot the fucking dark universe, they shut that shit down. Like, we had that Wolfman movie with, um... What's the fuck? We got Hot Dog in it. Sir Anthony Hopkins, and then... Do you know what I'm talking about? Nothing. Oh, dude, it's, it's savage as fuck. It's gory, too. And then that shit, the bad, and then they had, uh... That fucking mummy movie with the double scream. And, and oh, little, with uh, Little Cruz. Tommy Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> that one <laughs> really sucked. I never saw because it, it looked like fucking garbage. That was no bueno for me. So then mm. every time they... Like, yeah, they're like, oh, right now. Oh, I apparently slipped my wrist. That's good. That's great. Had that coming.
1: Uh, moving on. <laughs> and then number 10, which was actually really odd. It felt like they made this whole list. By the time I got to the end of this and was looking at it, um, was After Midnight. So this movie drops... On February 14th, so just yesterday, um, it drops. Yeah, do we do we have a premise? Uh, I didn't get a premise because I once I got to it, I was a little pissed off that they had basically made this list to pump this movie kind of thing. Ah, uh, shameless <clears throat> plug. So I was like, oh, cool, After Midnight. It's a movie. You're telling me it's one of the most romantic movies I've ever watched. It hasn't come out yet, and it made this list. I don't Boy, think so. I guess I'll have to check it out. So my intent was, once we got to 10, is to say, what should the 10th one be and scratch off After Midnight? instead of saying like oh here's this fucking movie we based the list on right. what do you think just name one movie that isn't on here that you think should be my boyfriend's back was that yes. yours Yes. no but okay. that's fun
0: that movie's fucking hilarious yeah what you got
1: pal um my bloody valentine <laughs> <clears throat> for me uh i would have to say uh probably fright night oh that's a good one too it's another it's another vampire one, which is always very romantic. We should review that on the podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, that's a really good one. And if, if we're going to choose that, then I think Bride of Frankenstein, the OG one, would be good.
0: Fuck, Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. But not Seed of Chucky. That's the nine months later nobody wants to hear about. Yeah,
1: but you know what, Red Man?
0: Red Man and, and fucking John Waters. Yeah, that is, that is <laughs> some fun does, cameos. Freddie does torque his dick out to an uh, issue of Fangoria, so that's kind of fun. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Alright, before we get started, uh, when, where was the first time you saw this movie, my friend? Man, so this is one of those movies that fucking eluded me.
0: For the longest time, It's it was like on the hit list. It's not a video nasty, is it? It is not.
1: Sad. This is not on our, hello nasty!
0: <laughs> we are so bad at Beastie Boys impersonations. We are. One day we well, are. We're not Jewish kids from fucking New York, so. Not yet! <laughs> Ugh, that sounded like Meowth. That's right! <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> I think I found this. I, I don't even fucking know. I was probably hired drunk, and I watched it. And you know what? I really like this fucking movie. Uh, do you want the three things you love and hate?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, it's Valentine's. Let me uh,
1: let me do the... Oh, yes, I'm sorry. So, the first time I saw this was definitely later on, right? It wasn't an early on one. I saw this... I think it was hard to find for a
0: while, too. It was.
1: Uh, I want to say... It was after I got married. So, uh 2013, I think was the first time I saw it, which was uh, What were you wearing? Uh, I was wearing this red dress with a little slit down to here and a little slit up to <laughs> the here. The boys are
0: going to go fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but gonna,
1: it was we're going <clears> to <throat> fuck
0: each other's mouths oh, it's God, okay. Yeah.
1: It was it was it's good. It's it, so I saw it and I was like, man, I'm really sad that I missed this cuz this is a this is one of those 80s ones that's just it, it's a real sleeper. I put it there with uh, the burning Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you like horror movies, you know about it, but... Fuck,
0: yeah, this is on, like, the top, this is, top 50, no
1: doubt. Yeah, but this is never on anybody's, like, well, I know Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers and Chucky, but, like, they don't know this kind of thing. And it's like, that's a bummer, you should. So, anyway, Nachos, I think you have, a, like, a list of things you want to go down before we jump into the to the movie itself, right?
0: You know, I'm it's Valentine's Day-ish with my good pal, and I was hanging out with the gal, and uh, we were all going to hang out and shit and- you know what? I'm just so fucking full of goddamn love right now that I'm going to share three things I am currently loving right now. Okay. But I'm a spiteful, terrible bastard, so I also hate things a lot. So I also have three other things I hate. Okay. But right now, I'm loving Scream Factories. They have a sale going on. I think it, it's going on till 17th. But so Screen Factory's got some fucking banger flicks, and some of them are a little up there, thirty-ish dollars, which I get a little uncomfortable paying. But I snagged a copy of *Urban Legend* nice for like nineteen bucks, free shipping. All right, number two, Cincinnati Whorehound, one of my favorite stupid cover bands. It is amazing. <clears throat> Mac Sabbath. I saw they're is... gonna be there this year. I know, <clears throat> dude. I'm fucking pumped. I'm pretty sure it's a free show. And if it's a couple extra bucks, fuck it, dude. You're going to love that shit. So, Max Sabbath here. Sorry for the listeners. Max Sabbath is a McDonald's cover band of Black Sabbath. They've got, like, Mayor McCheese. It's, uh, uh, uh what is it? It's not Grimace. It's Grimalis. Yeah, like,
1: they, they switch them up to, like, make
0: them metal. It's not the hamburger, It's the Cat Burglar. It's Slayer McCheese. And then who the fuck is the front man, dude? It's, it's Ronald, but he, I forget what he's called. Yeah, oh, God, if he sees me, he's going to slap the taste buds out of the back of my head. I hope he does. All right. And then number three, my little dog Jack, my little precious-ass Karen Terry, who's like 9,000 years old. He's old as fuck. He can't see. He can barely hear you. But you know what he can do? Live Fucking on forever. wiggle. <laughs> we call him little wiggle maniac. You got some shit you like, buddy? Uh, Yeah. So, Not just <clears throat> like it, you'll love it.
1: Uh, So this is uh, three things that I love. One is uh, chili cheese burritos from Taco Bell.
0: You know, they only exclusively make them in certain regions. Mostly
1: in the Midwest. I know. We really lucked out on that. Yeah, They're my fucking favorite go-to menu item. When we
0: were on our way back into the fucking zone, we Mm -hmm. popped in a Taco Bell. We asked for a chili cheese burrito. The bitch looked at me like I had a dick growing out of my neck, which I do. It's called my head, but
1: (laughs) it is sad. Cause, but I do love them, so I'm glad that I live in the area where they have them. Number two, my family. This is no particular order, by the way. Just so. they're Like, oh, my family's not number one. I love my wife and my son and my uncle. Yeah, but those chili child. cheese burritos, so. uh, Number three, I love the Horrible Horror Podcast. Mm. Make sure you check those boys out. Those handsome bastards. Anywhere you get your podcasts. And Uh-oh. you got three things that you aren't real happy about with right now? Yeah. So
0: just recently, I let you borrow my uh, season one and two of Holliston, uh-huh. Adam Green's horror movie sitcom, which uh, debuted on fear.net. <clears throat> Wait, fear.com. What? Uh, you know, the one that isn't that piece of shit movie with Steve Dorif in it. You yes. Know? All right. Fear net. Fear net. Rest in peace. So they're not doing season three because Odorous Arungas, Dave Brocky died. And Six that... seasons in
1: a movie.
0: Oh, Fucking a perfect world, my friend. So I'm a little butthurt about that. Number two, I might talk about it next week, but I'm going to talk about it now. That we're never going to get a proper Event Horizon. Like, I'm not mad at the copy we got, but the original version contained, like, some of the goriest gore that would make you gore whores go, Oh, no! And my number three, the fucking looming pending Friday the 13th lawsuit which I think we're going to get some answers on it real soon. I think in February, and then so actually
1: I got some updates on that. Oh, oh, drop
0: <laughs> it like it's hot.
1: So, um, Larry Zerner, who played Shelley in the Thirteenth Part Three, motherfucking right, the origin of the mask. That's right. He, uh, he's an entertainment lawyer, and so he follows it. So I follow him. How fun is that? And that he, we get yeah. the updates from fucking Shelly. <clears throat> I love it. He, so he, he gives you the updates and he breaks it down for you. Swell. Guy. And so what happened is uh, both lawyers. Uh, argued um, whether um, Victor Miller was in fact a pay-for-hire or not, and the judge gave a ruling that it has to be decided by a certain time now. So the basically Horror Inc., which is Sean Cunningham's uh, basically you know production company and everything, Horror Incorporated, are trying to get it kicked up to the Supreme Court, um, but it's very unlikely. So what Larry Zerner believes is going to happen. Is that uh, they've have to have a ruling from the judge by <clears throat> sometime I think in March.
0: I know that's <clears throat> a June first because that's some idiot's birthday. Yeah, that's like
1: the like that's like when things have to be completed.
0: Oh yeah, I want it's like resident- not only
1: just like signed off and done with. They have to like be paid up or signed over kind of thing. Uh, so basically, what uh, Larry's going is going to happen is that the rights will go back to will go not back to but will go to Victor Miller. And he wants to take care of it. If that happens, the Sean Cunningham and Horror Incorporated are trying to kick it up to the Supreme Court. Larry Zern believes that it's actually not an important enough case. It'll just be kicked back down. And Victor Miller's pretty much got it in the bag. Now, obviously, this isn't guaranteed. This is just Shelley's versions of the events, or at least how he thinks they're going to play out. He felt that the uh, lawyer for Victor Miller argued better than Horror Incorporated. And he also made a pretty good joke that uh, he was sad that when they argued it, they had argued sadly on... Thursday the thirteenth and not Friday the thirteenth because they just did it this way. Fucking third, <clears throat> dog. Yeah, finding that silver lining, man. It was pretty fun. So what's your what's your third there? Or that, that was your third. That right? was
0: my third. I, okay. I speak from your heart.
1: Uh, so three things that I am uh upset about. It's really great. Hate years that, that's upsetting you. Number one that we didn't get five full seasons of Ash the Evil Dead. That last season is very fucking rushed, but still it's good. It it comes to an end. Spoiler alert!
0: Go watch the fucking show. Come yeah. on, what are you doing? But man, you get Kondar.
1: You finally see Kondar. I would have fucking loved to get the full five seasons of that shit. Which I, always... I hate. That. Thank you, stars, for fucking me. Stars squirting blood out of my ass to get fucked so hard <laughs> with a steak knife. On a anyway, <laughs> don't even get me started.
0: Number two. Can you hear me like chomping on this? Is is it is it audible? I just can't hear anything. All right, cool. This episode. I can hear you interrupting me. What? No, see, it's like this episode is brought to you by Spicy Slim Jims.
1: Number two, I hate uh, nachos. Is never on time. He's never on time for the podcast. We have a set time of 7 o'clock to start, and he's always like, Oh, 7 o'clock. Hey, I get a text message. He's like, I'm on my way over. It looks like a half hour away. So it's like, oh, do you fucking magically live down the street? Cause, I like, made mm-hmm. really good time.
0: Apparently when you do 70 and... Uh, it's because I called you. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? I was cycling through some White Castle nightmare. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Hey, you're
0: Ask your fucking toilet. He knows what's up.
1: Number three, well, I hate... Um, I also equally hate the horrible horror, not necessarily the podcast. Uh, one specific host is really bad at getting back at me on text messages. He should oh, fix that. Snap. <laughs> Shots
0: fired! Marshall,
1: text me back, bro. Bro. We, we do talk constantly, but man, his his responses are, are slow. He's got a system. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding around. No, I. I the third thing that I really hate, uh, honestly is the whole remake culture that we've got going on right now, especially with horror movies. I really hate that right now. It bugs Dude, the shit out of me.
0: I was talking to uh Mano Travels or Vampiros. Uh, what are those little... V- Vienna Vampiros. <laughs> Vienna Vampiros. Dude, he was telling me about the fucking uh, Black Christmas remake. Oh, I saw it. He was telling me the plot, and I, I'm like, fucking don't talk to me. This is the dumbest thing I've you ever
1: heard. You get 90% heard. of the movie in the trailer.
0: Black Ooze? What the fuck? It's not even the setup. Bi- yeah, moving on. No good. So that's that's
1: truly my third one. <clears throat> so Marshall just teasing around, but if you're listening. But yes, I do hate the fucking remake culture that we've got right now. And, and horror was just in Hollywood in general, but don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy certain things like when they bring me more RoboCop or Terminator or Aliens. We're getting a new RoboCop. You know, like I love that shit. But when you're just like, let's remake fucking horror for the sake of making horror. Like, don't get me wrong. Halloween 2018.
0: Dude, we get what into an enjoyable movie, movie
1: this year. Sorry, continue. What I, an enjoyable I was... franchise. I really like what you did. Do I enjoy that you kind of kicked to the side the rest of the shit that happened? Not so much, but I, as a fan, I'm gonna deal with it because once I saw 2018, I'm like, you know what? I'm not that mad about it because what more, a treat. More of the same.
0: Yes. Did you hear what Bobby E said? Mm-mm. Robert England, very passive aggressive, very sweet, bittersweet. He's like. I would love to play Freddy Krueger one more time. One more time, and right. he's been saying that for years. Hollywood, if he you're... does
1: play him again in a Goldberg's episode, right?
0: But he uses his real teeth, and it's weird. Yeah, but still, <clears> uh, still him in the makeup. Yeah, but yeah. So he's like, "I am down," but and then he follows it with, "But you'll never make another movie." And I'm just like, "Bobby, you little maniac." <laughs> I mean, you, you... fucking one thousand maniac. Dead bastard son of a hundred maniacs <laughs> like he's there he's saying let's do this money can be made look at the researchers of halloween that you were just fucking
1: talking about
0: it's there fuck
1: Ugh. do it all right and next all right so uh getting on with the movie here um we've got uh director george yep me hall ka malacha yeah i'm not sure how to say it no i was clearing my throat what were you saying <laughs> <laughs> uh he did a couple of movies uh the blue man uh which i never saw office party which i did see more up with that uh it's got michael ironside in it uh mm. basically a disgruntled worker goes and takes his fucking entire office hostage for no fucking reason it's pretty good yeah pretty fun okay and then uh relative fear uh which has got james brolin in it okay which is another pretty good one it's it's these two are very, like, low-key fucking, like, B-movies for sure. I'll check them out, man. That shit fun. sounds good. You ready to meet our casualties? Let's fucking do this! All right, so we have a big list here because this fucking movie has quite the cast of characters. Now, I'm not saying they're all fucking worthwhile, but I'm going to name them all out because shit happens to every one of them. But, man, I got one for you about the sheriff big. if you don't. <clears throat> so uh, we'll start off with Paul Kelman, who plays T.J., he was in a movie called Black Roses, another horror thriller. We need
0: to see that. I think a tooth just fell out of my head.
1: Next up is Lori Hallier, who plays Sarah. She was in Blindside, also in the Friday the 13th the TV series. No shit. Yep. Okay. Neil Affleck, which I don't believe is related to any of the other Afflecks in Hollywood. No, he's related to Batman. Plays Sc- uh, Axel. He was in Scanners. Wow. Keith Knight plays Hollis. Aleph Humphreys. Sorry, Alf humphreys plays Howard. He was in First Blood. No. Yes. Rambone? Yep. He was one of the cops, but not like a throwaway cop. Like he's one of the ones that like has a name gets fucked. You
0: know up. who else is in there? Fucking Caruso. David Caruso. Is he really? Yeah. Rambo let him live because he's a ginger. So that's cool. That's neat. Yeah.
1: Cynthia Dale plays Patty. She's a cutie. Helene Udi plays Sylvia. She was in the Dead Zone. The not the TV series, but the first one with Christopher Walken, the Cronenberg, the and uh, also in the Incubus. Never saw it. Rob Stein, who plays John. Tom Kovacs plays Mike. That's a dumb name. Terry Waterland plays Harriet. Carol Merritt plays Dave. I'm sorry, Carl Merritt plays Dave. What about Dave? Can kind <laughs> of read my own fucking writing here. Jim Murchison plays Tommy. Gina Dick plays Gretchen. <laughs> Don Franks plays Chief Newbie. You,
0: I got this. If hit, you it, don't. hit me. Nope. So you do know who he fucking voiced? Hmm. Boba motherfucking Fett on the Star Wars
1: Holiday Special. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I know. A lot of these people did have voice acting credits. Oh, they're Canadian. What else over. are you going to be good at? Hockey. And Peter <laughs> Cowper plays harry warden all right so the movie was released in february 1981 which was a pretty good year for horror movies for sure Uh, a couple of we've already covered down on
0: dude imagine seeing this movie in the theaters in the 80s on valentine's day yes that'd be tits legit my friend
1: uh so american werewolf in london the howling
0: i love the howling Mm -hmm. i feel that's the better werewolf movie of the two but that's just me
1: fun house oh yeah toby hoops Halloween two, I've never heard of it. Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday, Polly! Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Yeah. Scanners. Hey, not bad. Evil Dead. We should review that. <laughs> Check out that episode. <laughs> Hell Knight.
0: Yeah, dude, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I just saw that for the first
1: time. Basically, the same killer in uh, uh, the same dress killer in a different uh, different setting. The Prowler. Ooh, that'd be a good fight. Yeah. Madman, <laughs> And Ghost Story.
0: Dude, fuck yes. You get to see Dr. Neal Gordon's ding-dong. It's just falling out the fucking...
1: Like, first three minutes. That'll be a fun one because we always call it the boobies. Yeah. You know? And I always get a lot of shit. It's like, we never hey, call if it the weers. there's a
0: pickle, you call yeah.
1: it. Yeah, uh, we'll call it out I something. swear to God, we. I think we talked about this on the fucking Evil Dead episode. We did. We did. It always comes back to fucking um, Sleepaway Camp and Ronnie's big fucking juicy hog. The fucking... That beef bunny's got... What do
0: you call him? The Jersey Bulk. The Jersey Bulge, man. Yeah, that fucking... I'll say it every time. That kid full speed's right into his fucking zone. The kid just bounces off and Ryan's like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Your camp's over there.
1: Now a kid can't see straight. He's got a fucking cushion. No, he's, he's got a black eye that looks like a dickhead. So, how to watch the movie? You can get it on VHS. I think it's on Crackle right now. Laser disc. <laughs> well, be sure to get that. Right? um so there are a couple dvd versions of this uh the 2002 standalone paramount dvd this is a theatrical cut then there's a 2008 double feature with april fool's day that's the one i have and that's i have that one as well that's also the theatrical cut which is cool because that's actually from what i believe the only dvd of april fool's day but no shit screen factory is bringing us the blu-ray those motherfuckers better bring me that third act that's never going to happen. Um, there's a 2009 special edition DVD and that's uncut, which is really cool. So that one has uh extra footage. There's about So the director tells you that there is when the movie that you see that's theatrical cut is about 80% of the movie. When you get the uncut, you get about 85% of the movie. The MPAA cut a bunch of stuff out and or made him cut a bunch of stuff out so this one puts in like three minutes of like extra gore from the death scenes and stuff back in
0: i didn't even get to see all the gore i know that's the copy you have that's the one i got yeah that's the one. i, was, I got both that's the one i watched that's yeah, well we'll talk about that
1: there's a 2009 lionsgate blu-ray which also has the uncut and then in 2020 of february this year Scream factory thank you released a two disc blu-ray edition on cut. 2 disker? Yeah, and tons of special features. Do you <clears> pick <throat> that one up? I am going to get that one for sure. All right, so.
0: Oh, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, that's it. Oh, I was going to say. And then
1: also it's on Crackled, streaming for free right now yes. with commercials.
0: Do you mind if I start this off? Yeah, you ready to horse around with some maniacs? Yeah, let's horse around with some maniacs. Go ahead. All right, so our movies. I, I only got this, like, you'll see. We'll trade off. <clears throat> All right. So our movie starts out with two figures in gas masks lurking around a mine. Well, it turns out one of the miners got a vagina, and they start to strip down. Well, she does. Miner number one slams his pickaxe into a wall behind the buxom blonde beauty, who has a little heart tattoo over her bosom, and we find out that miner number one is also a little freaky deaky and likes it with the mask on. <clears throat> so the gal starts to joke, <laughs> jerk off the snorkel zone of miner number one and I'm not gonna lie dude I, I started shoving up that was kinda hot alright shit starts to steam up in the mine but instead of taking old girl to plow
1: town the, glasses, the, the mine the fucking right? goggle uh, glasses getting a little foggy Right.
0: instead of taking old girl to plow town he starts spazzing out and slams the poor gal on the pickaxe causing the tip of it to pop out ...of her tiny titty-tat. Death number one, I thought
1: I saw a titty-tat. I did! I did! There you he go. He does. He fucking freaks out. And I don't like it because he just fucking puts her right into it and it's like, hey, you know, whatever my problem is, it's now solved. That chick is a fucking <laughs> knockout. How are you bringing that chick into this crusty, dusty old fucking mine? I like how they set the scene up, too, because it's them walking through for a while. And it's just like, okay, it's two miners. And in one spot, it's, no, clearly, she's 18. Two, she's it's 18. clearly two men. <laughs> <Hey-o>! <laughs> she did I was waiting for somebody to make that joke. It's clearly two men, and then later on, when she like when they get to the point where she starts to take clothes off, it's, she's obviously smaller in frame, and she's a woman. But I like how they set that up. It's like, okay, what's going on here? And then things start to get a little steamy, a little sexy, and it's like, one of them's a chick. Okay. So, fast forward from that scene. It's sometime into the future, and it is Thursday, the 12th. Thursday, February 12th. <laughs> Which would make, uh, what's uh-huh. what would the next debut then, Nachos? Why did the well, 13th. That's right. Which is, you know, that was actually uh, intentional because this is a Paramount movie. Directors did that on purpose.
0: Those slick motherfuckers. Yeah. Was that Frank Mancuso, I'm guessing? Uh, well, no, the director was the...
1: Uh, no, uh, the producer, the Frank Mancuso. Oh, I don't know. Okay, movie go. Could ahead. be. So, anyway, a group of miners are getting off of their shift at the local coal mine of the town of Valentine Bluffs. During a little male bonding in the group shower scene of this movie, we learn that TJ, uh, who's our main character, has just moved back to town, but while he was gone, his good friend Axel stole his girlfriend Sarah. I mean, not really stole. If you if you move the zip code on a
0: chick, you know, that's open season, homie. You right. fucked up. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, TJ's the asshole here. Yeah.
1: T to the J says it's no skin off his nose and challenges everyone to hurry up with washing their dicks so they can get to drinking in town and the last guy there buys the first round.
0: I mean, nothing says heterosexuality like getting wet with a bunch of naked dudes and talking about coworkers ding-dongs and who's fucking who, right? <laughs> Real men's men. Man. I love the camaraderie. They,
1: this is just Canadian love. These
0: guys are fucking great.
1: And this, it progressively gets worse throughout the movie, but like the, their Canadian accents. It morph peaked. and change forms throughout. I was gonna rewatch the movie and do a sorry count but
0: uh, only a couple of them are, are evident. It's like
1: part-time they're Canadian, part-time they're American, part-time it's like Nova Scotian, then it's like Sis- Saskatchewan. like it fucking jumps all over the place dude, it's fucking weird. But I still like the movie. Oh, this... Yes, continue. I'm sorry. So as the boys take up after they get out of their fucking showers in a nice Dukes of Hazard style racing... I
0: was gonna say, they brought the music back from Friday the 13th. You know, that banjo... <laughs> bong-
1: they head over to the local town hall to pick up their gal
0: pals before they all head to the bar. I gotta talk about this. This has been bugging the shit out of me. So, right. like, they're all getting in their cars. Dude has a fucking El
1: Camino slug bug? what the fuck is it's like, that it's like a truck fucking volkswagen but it looks what like a fucking fu- slug bug in the fucking in the front i it's like a rem- and like the motor is clearly in the back of the truck i think that's an air conditioner Isn't or it? a
0: cooler i don't know what the fuck is going on it is a unique vehicle i've never seen before right it, it that's a frankenstein shit somebody that's that thing's probably not even fucking street legal <laughs> <laughs> in 1981 there were no rules Okay. I also love the fucking sign. That's very ballsy.
1: I mean, they're Canadian, so nobody's gonna fuck up Welcome the neon. Look at Valentine Bluffs. Ain't
0: that a beauty sign? The big
1: it. heart. Home of the big heart. All right. So as they get there, the girls are busy uh, decorating the town or the uh, hall for Valentine's Day dance that is being held this Saturday on Valentine's Day. While outside, the mayor and Mabel are discussing how this is the first Valentine's Day dance in 20 years, but they decide it's best to keep that between them.
0: keep that shit on the DL. As if it's some sort of secret. So when they get inside real quick, it's fucking Howard, our our resident dipshit. He's our comic relief. I don't know they're all kind of funny, but he's the comedy relief, and he's talking about, oh, I think I'm going to try to get with Gretchen. You look at Gretchen, she's a fucking 10. You look at Howard... He's a negative two because this dude is a fucking moron. He's a three at best. Howard, you didn't stand a chance. You might have a great
1: personality, but... Uh... He's a three if he's got a big dick. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So uh, inside, the mayor starts to give the gang shit for screwing around instead of decorating as TJ heads off for another beer and a good nose pick. Thank you. I'm glad you have that line. That's so <laughs> fucking
0: bizarre. It's like,
1: TJ, where are you going? I'm going for another beer and a good nose pick. This is also where we learn that TJ is the mayor's son Mm -hmm. and that he left for the West Coast, but he couldn't make it on his own, so he moved back to town at Valentine Bluffs.
0: Now, did you catch this where, like, Big Red John fucking walks in and it's his little sweetie? uh, Said Sylvia, I'm thinking, yeah? Yeah. Straight picks her up by her fucking head and smooches her, which is adorable, but also how you get neck problems. (laughs) Let's keep that in mind. That might come back.
1: That's how I pick up babies. (laughs) God damn, dude. So, Chief Newby stops by uh, to pick up the mayor for a town meeting, but before they can leave, Howard runs a box of chocolates out to him. He says that somebody left it for him anonymously. Oh,
0: I have all, like, the extensive notes of each little Valentine's Day thing.
1: I got that. Okay, cool. So, while the chief and the mayor make their way down the road, they open the box of chocolates and read the card inside that states, From the heart comes a warning filled with bloody good cheer. Remember what happened as the 14th draws near.
0: Hey, what's inside that box? He
1: then looks inside the box and finds a real bloody heart and starts to state that this cannot be happening again. This cannot be happening again. All right, I'm going to jump they in. They immediately
0: the turn around and head back to town. I'm going to jump in real quick. So, like, they're reversing out of the fucking, you know, they're reversing, and the dude almost backs over a fucking fire hydrant. Then he zips in, you know, re- reverses into that spot for a three-point turn, and as he's fucking driving away, that dog just jumps off that little wall and just follows him, and is just harassing the cop the whole time. Fucking jumps off the car like, it. just put your eye out with paper. No. So that part had me fucked up. Hey, man,
1: he's the fucking chief of police. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I guess that's a chief of dogs, too. I don't <laughs> fucking know, man. These
0: dogs are out of fucking control in this movie, buddy.
1: So later on that night, the whole crew is hanging out at the Cage, which the, is the local town bar. The Cage! It's actually a pretty cool name for no, a mm. I mean,
0: it's just like a minor cage, too. That's what you go down in.
1: While drinking and playing the knife game, like from fucking Aliens. Aliens I got it in the notes. <laughs> which is fucking actually pretty ballsy. What's our bartender's name? Uh, hold on, we're getting there. <clears throat> the bartender named Happy. So fucking ironic. This dude is Buzz Killington. Starts to warn everybody of the evil of Valentine's Day. You know what? I
0: think Happy is the bartender and um. Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, like when they're talking about Marge. Large Marge? It's like, her goes. I think that's him. Really? I could be wrong.
1: This lovely piece of joy begins to tell everyone the story about <laughs> Valentine's Day dance that took place 20 years ago at the local hall. Oh,
0: I, I have this like extensive, if you want me to read it. That had been a
1: tradition for 100 years. He says that everyone in town is at the dance, except for seven miners who were still at the mine, five of them down in the shaft, and two supervisors who were waiting for them. The two supervisors got a little antsy in their Pantsy for some cheap champagne and left The guys down there to go party With boobies on the brain they forgot to check the Methane levels in the mine and there Was an explosion down below
0: Explosion
1: Burying the five Miners after a six Week rescue attempt only one Of the miners was found alive His name was Harry Warden and he survived by Killing and eating the other four
0: This motherfucker is disheveled quite literally too cuz they deshoveled him with a shovel to get him and he
1: fucking they come in that scene, he's just munching on an arm Hey, guy know what he likes. He then spent four, I'm sorry, Harry then spent the next year in a mental uh, hospital at the local state before coming back to town, dressing in minors gear and killing the two supervisors who abandoned them and cutting out their hearts then stuffing them inside Valentine's heart-shaped boxes and leaving them to the dance with a note inside. It was a warning to never hold a Valentine's Day dance ever again.
0: It could be you! And then Howard's like, <laughs> fart. Who the fuck laughs at fart jokes? That's so juvenile. Laughs at what? Fart
1: jokes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Happy also tells everyone that Harry comes back to town every every February fourteenth to wait for victims should they town not heed his warning. Yeah, Harry.
0: What the fuck? What's your deal, pal? So like, I got a question. Hit me. So it's Valentine's Day. Yep. And uh, I know, so like, you're having the party down at the town hall or the the rec club or whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. So you still have your party, but you take down all the Valentine's Day decorations. You don't like have any hearts, no candy. You you just get drunk and dance with your pals.
1: Is that technically a Valentine's Day party? Is it on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Yeah. Then it's a party. <sighs> Harry's such a, a fucking stickler. <clears throat> the man's got rules. He's got one rule. He's got scruples. <clears throat> The crew laughs it off as some stupid legend and continue to drink and have fun as Sarah talks to TJ before he angrily storms off due to her bullshit. (laughs) At the same time, the mayor and the chief have rushed back to town where they meet with a local doctor who confirms that the heart inside the box was in fact a human heart from a 30-year-old woman.
0: No, oh, well, I guess we found our heart.
1: Which is actually really odd that they could tell that it was a woman's heart. I'm not trying to be sexist here, but do women's hearts look different than men's hearts? Yeah. And is there, is there DNA? Testing? They text? Are oh, they text them check, checking out the Hemogoblins <laughs> in fucking 1981? You gotta fucking get Maury up in that, bitch. They tell the doctor that it might be Harry Warden and to keep that shit under wraps until so they can confirm it. Yo, wait a minute.
0: <clears throat> if it was that 30-year-old chick in the mine from earlier, <clears throat> then it wouldn't it have a giant fucking puncture wound in it?
1: You would think so. Eh? I don't know. I didn't get a good look at the heart. I'm not a doctor. A doctor! I did stay to Holiday Inn Express, though. You fucking moron. <laughs> Get out of here. So they cannot confirm that it's in fact Harry Warden until the asylum where he is locked up can confirm if he's there or not. So the chief calls the asylum and the chick's like, I don't know if he's here. I don't have any record of him. This, I'm bad at my job. This is almost as bad as that part
0: in The Prowler. Remember, like when they go to call the fucking sheriff and it's that fat lump of shit moron who's like, I don't know, let me check. And rather than this fucking dude getting up and doing his fucking job, he like go on, he full on fully artists the whole thing. Like he has little
1: coconuts on, like
0: <laughs> slam the door. <sighs> and when he's just sitting there
1: drinking beer. Anyway. I will say that this one handled that better than The Prowler. Uh, the one thing I got about The Prowler is that it You can figure it out pretty fast who it is. I still don't know. We'll we'll talk about that when we do the prowler. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So many issues. So meanwhile, someone in full mining gear is spying on Mabel, Mm -hmm. who we saw earlier, through the window of her laundromat before sneaking inside as she goes into the back.
0: What do you think the connection is between Chiefy and Mabel? They sweethearts? Uh, well, so the chief's
1: married, because he talks about his wife. With the diet. Uh yeah. oh, but
0: mm-hmm. they're spending an awful lot of
1: time together. Mm-hmm. And Wait. there's a little Mabel drop later, too. Ah, okay. So, as she goes into the back, the killer sets a heart-shaped box on the counter and hides while Mabel opens it up. She begins to read the poem inside. Roses are red. Violets are blue. What, what is
0: dead, and so are you! Some metal-operated wow! shit. No shit.
1: While the killer turns off the lights and attacks her and kills her with the pickaxe. Across town at the same time, some of the boys are drinking in a junkyard like clubhouse. I love this. It's
0: almost like that fucking tire fort from uh, Street Trash. Yes. And then.
1: You can only get to it by crawling through this fucking one specific car. <laughs> I love the camaraderie here because they're like cooking little snacks yeah, and shit. Yeah, they're on heating the- up food on the fucking radiator turkey of a car.
0: For the turkey. Making some gourmet gearhead grub.
1: <laughs> While uh, at the same time, Axel and TJ share some whiskey. And, you know, jam out of tune on some harmonicas. Oh,
0: dueling harmonicas. is like, oh, I guess we got a problem here, Abe. Eh? And they chat about Sarah before things
1: get a little heated and Axel walks off.
0: I'm going to fuck your brain real quick. Axel. And, and my asshole. <laughs> well, play your cards right. <laughs> play your brown card anyway. It is
1: Valentine's Day.
0: So Axel and Sarah are married because they have the same last name. Palmer. So where did you get that? Because that is not addressed in the
1: movie. But you said you found that on IMDb? You
0: no, know, I had to like research it on several different things. It was like it was like characters' names, and then they gave the full name, so they both have the same last name. They're staying together. Either they're... Is it in
1: the credits, or is it like joeschmo.com or some shit?
0: No, I I, um, I don't know where the fuck I found it. But, I mean, either Canada's a little cooler with Kiss and Cousins, or uh, I think they got married while Teeds was out of town. Could
1: be. All right. Might be brother and sister.
0: And DJ, shame on a motherfucker for trying to split that shit up, because shot not to the yeah. fucking nine.
1: Shame on a motherfucker trying to run game on a motherfucker. <laughs> get buck wild wow with the trigger. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme when I say it. Well,
0: <laughs>
1: you just say person, and you're okay. Got some Wu-Tang. You didn't think you get some Wu-Tang in the, in the Valentine's Day episode, did you? That's for Marshall. <laughs> so the next day... Chief newbie is talking with the state. I'm sorry. Asylum what day? The next day. Oh, so
0: Thursday, the 12th. The yep. next day would be
1: Friday, the Tomorrow. 13th. Yeah, I didn't okay. want to say it. I was trying to bait you. Yeah. nice. I On wish.
0: Friday, the 13th. Reen, reen. That's psycho. Anyway. Chief
1: newbie is talking with the state asylum and they confirm that they have never heard of Harry Warren and have no record of him ever being there. The hospital says that if he was there, he was either transferred, released, or, or died. The slab. But they will continue to look into it. And I like how it's like, you don't fucking keep better records than this?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're only dealing with mentally ill patients that may or may not become volatile and kill people on yeah. a specific day.
1: Can we just write down their names, please, and just keep that? Even on a fucking napkin. It's on a post-it
0: note. I think the dog was <laughs> chewing on it. Fuck. He's
1: got mange. <laughs> <laughs> what does he eat? The mayor and the chief debate on... What they should do, and maybe the, if they should or should not cancel the dance, they decide to go ahead and do so, and the chief heads over to the laundromat to tell Mabel that the dance is over. He starts to look for her to Dude. let her know that there is a problem with the dance, but he cannot find her anywhere. As he walks around, he starts Fucking to
0: notice clues.
1: Yeah, this odd smell in the room, and he also notices that some of the heart decorations have been hung upside down. They'd be flipped. And this leads him to walk over to the clothes dryer as he starts to smell around Oof. as he opens one and Dude. like starts smelling the laundry. He's like, where the fuck is this smell coming from? And then nut- the fucking dryer right next to it pops open and fucking Mabel's cooked ass fucking body just tumbles out. All right. So on my cut.
0: She does one toss and you see her kind of cooked carcass oh oh hold on, sorry real quick death number two melted ass Mabel does the crispy twist yes all um, right
1: so on mine um she tumbles several times oh and they focus on her cooked ass fucking head does it look good for a while yeah. Oh, sweet. So the one thing I will say about the uncut versus cut version is that the footage that they found was off some sort of VHS work print. It doesn't have, like, the time stamps or anything in there. It just looks
0: significantly poor quality. It is
1: a poor quality. It has a very yellowish hue to it because they couldn't restore it as you much as Screen they wanted Factory's to. You think Screen Factory's going to take care of that? I'm, we're going to find out. Yeah, no shit. For sure. But it's it still fits. It still helps sell the kill in the whole scene.
0: Actually, I think it's a little grittier. But in it is, is, yeah, here. it is, it is,
1: it is... It is it is lesser of quality.
0: It's like in Manhunt, when you do your little snuff videos, it's cooler that they're grainier because it's a little, I don't know. More. I love Manhunt. Oh, don't get me started.
1: <clears throat> Down in the mine now, during this time, Axel and TJ are at each other's throats because they got to fucking have a piss fucking dick measuring contest. While up top, the chief and the mayor are discussing what happened to Mabel. The chief says that they Shit, cannot mention... That Harry is back, and that she died of a heart attack, or the town will go to hell.
0: Harry's back, and you know you're whack.
1: <laughs> and he doesn't need to fucking call uh, the local towns for any help, because he's got it under control. As they look over her body before the ambulance takes her away, he finds a note with a poem stuffed in the hole where her heart used to be, warning, it happened once, it happened twice. Cancel the dance. It'll happen thrice. Yeah. The mayor says that's enough is enough and the dance is full on fucking done and all the decorations around town need to come down. You got two dead ass bodies, man. I even try to play a game. Later at his shift, TJ, um, sorry, later after his shift, TJ snags Sarah, straight kidnaps, kidnaps her. Kidnaps that bitch. She's like, I don't want to go. Yeah, you're going. And they go to a spot where they could talk. A little romantic hideaway that they've had before.
0: I'm going to jump in real quick, if that's cool. Yeah. I just wanted to get a little clarity on this whole shebang. I mean, Hit me. I had to figure this out so our learners, our listeners could listen or mm-hmm. learn. So the mayor, Tom Hannigan, owns the mine. And yeah, I mean, he's the mayor and the owner of the mine. It's right there. That sounds like some pocket monopoly bullshit right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, what I'm saying is, so like TJ, um, so I guess like when his dad retired from being owner of the mine, I guess TJ was supposed to step up and take that place. And then when he bounced out and wanted to be like a, a stripper or whatever the fuck he did out of the coast, uh, I guess Axel stepped in to fill that role.
1: No, no, no. It's just it's a. Uh... It's not it like a, the mayor never a reach. Yeah, because it's not like they ever talk about it. You don't even find out that the mayor owns the mine until later. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say like I had a it's piece. Pretty, of this it's
1: pretty. It's late in the movie when they talk about it, but so the mayor owns the mine.
0: Okay. And these these are young kids, mind you. I'd now. say twenty some. They're out of high school.
1: Yeah, they're Probably. in their twenties. I would say early twenties for sure. That sounds about right. So, it has nothing to do with that. No, he just owns the mine, and his son just left. We don't know why, but he went to the West Coast. I'm assuming he too, wanted to be a dancer, like an actor or some shit as well. I'm I thinking
0: West Coast. I'm thinking mm-hmm. Cali, but that's what I'm thinking too. What's Canadian West Coast? St- like polar bear wrestling? I don't fucking know. Alaska? I- oh, <laughs> yeah, being an actor in Alaska. <laughs> All right, so my whole thing was, and I, I kind of covered this, that then Axel and I guess Sarah got married or whatever while TJ was out of fucking town. And so, uh, yeah, that's real shitty, TJ. Don't try to be split on marriages. Okay. So,
1: while TJ and Sarah are at their little hideaway, he tells her how he made a lot of mistakes, but he needs another chance in her because he loves her and he wants her back. They share a kiss as awkward as when Luke kisses Leia, but only after you've seen Return of the Jedi before <laughs> heading I, I, back to town. Can I, can I got a boner. <laughs> TJ heads to the bar while Sarah goes for a walk to clear her head uh, because she oh. changes men more often than I change underwear. Woof. Uh. At the bar, the gang decides that they cannot have the dance at the hall, so they should have a party at the mine. Wait, is his name Thomas
0: Jr or is it Thomas Jesse? Something like DJ? that. TJ I I just I get caught up on these dumb things. Sarah like that. calls
1: calls him by the the T name, which is like Thomas. We don't say the T name. The T name. We don't say the T word. You don't say the T word? No, no. And she also calls him later on by the J word. Whoa. But uh, anyway, so they decide they should have a party. And TJ steps in and is like, we should have my fucking my fucking dad's party. Why the mind. fuck not? Yeah, all up in the yep. rec room. And everyone decides that celebrating there is a good idea for some fucking strange-ass reason. Wait, do you hear
0: when we're at the bar still, right? Yeah, and Happy's like, sorry, you he, cocksuckers. Dude, he's a salty twat. No, he straight up says full-on Canadian, sorry. Yep. That had me giggling.
1: Later that night, ha- <laughs> Happy the bartender... Goes to the mine and decides to set a trap with a bottle of cutty sark. To try to ruin their fucking trap. Yeah, he's, he's down to some scotch. Dude, he he's laughing his asshole off. He sets up a dummy behind a door dressed in miners gear. Motherfucker straight up gets JC's haunted house on this shit. So when the kids open this door to the to the wreck room, the dummy will come out and it looks like it's dressed like Harry Warner, and it'll raise a pickaxe at him. Right to fucking scare him off. This dude is laughing way too fucking... He, it's he like goes to check the trap like six seven times. Seven times. Is it seven? I don't
0: know. And he fucking cat. laughs every He's time. dying. I mean, you get half a bottle of Cuddy Sorry, Opens you- it, laughs, walks away, decides,
1: I'm going to go back for another laugh. Does it again, and then does it again. This scene goes on for a Jeff, while. Jeff, why
0: do you think they call him happy?
1: <laughs> During the last time, as he opens the door, the real killer is Surprise! waiting on the other side and stabs Happy... In the neck from under the chin with his pickaxe, and it causes one of his fucking eyeballs to pop out of the socket.
0: All right, I was trying not to like look up the, the fucking uncensored kills kind of thing, but uh, I did catch this one, and it is fucking really gross. This
1: is so good.
0: I got death number three. I guess just uh, Happy's going to keep an eye out for Harry Wharton. <laughs> <laughs> right? High five across the table
1: for that one. <laughs> I like that one dude this movie gave me the kills it's really And easy. these kills are so good it's it's it pisses me off that they had to cut this shit and when you get it back at least we got it back cuz i would take a work print of Friday the 13th um part 3 and part 6 Bloody. with this kind of shit for sure.
0: Oh, i got a new course banquet fact. Yep, hit me. Only brewed with high country barley. Okay, all right.
1: Cuz this death alone really it sells great. it. It's
0: fucking gross. Because
1: they fucking linger on it for so long. He walks him around with yeah. that fucking pickaxe in his fucking like, eye. Like an elephant walk, but with a pickaxe. And it's, I mean, it's hanging out. And from what I, from what I gather... Um, when they when he was in his makeup filming this scene, they were doing it during the day, and he had to wear it when they went to eat lunch, and it looked so real that nobody wanted to eat, no, eat lunch No, near I'd be
0: like, put a bag over your head and eat that shit like the Elephant Man, homie. That's gross. Oh,
1: it's fucking pretty cool. It looks good. And maybe the graininess helps sell it yeah. so that I can't pick it apart, but man, does it fucking look tight. Well, hopefully our boys at fucking Screen
0: Factory will take care of that for us.
1: So the next day, it's Valentine's Day now, Saturday the 14th, the gang's heads over to the rec room at the mine to get the party all set. Wait, that
0: stupid horror movie with Jeffrey Tambor where he's Dracula? <laughs> Fuck that movie!
1: They get it set up with food, booze, etc. But the back of the police station. Now, Chief Newbie receives a heart-shaped box at his desk, and he starts to freak out as he opens it. Did you
0: say heart-shaped box?
1: Heart-shaped box. They've all been heart-shaped boxes. Na,
0: na, 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 na. That's your Nirvana joke, right? Oh, I there. love
1: it. I actually took them all out. <laughs> I had several. It Nevada would have been jokes. your love letter. Yeah. It was, I was like, that's too easy and it's just for me. Cause I am the fucking Nirvana f- freak. I do love me some Nirvana.
0: You're drilling all over yourself right now. I know.
1: I'm thinking about my jokes. All
0: right. I got to get back to the
1: fucking movie. Uh, so it turns out actually that this uh, box was actually a gift for Mabel. Oh, sad. Yeah. That's a little sad, Aww, huh? sad face. Uh, it has a little note inside. that's not a poem, It's just for Mabel. And it's like actual chocolates. And then the chief gets all sad. But then he eats one and smiles because free chocolate. Hey, come on, dude. Fucking free candy. And meanwhile, back at the party, everyone is getting loose as Dave heads back into the kitchen. And I keep saying Dave because I swear to God that one of the versions that I've got of the many different versions of this movie, uh, T.J., so what says, about Dave? what about Dave, like three or four times, just like that. What about Dave? So if anybody's out there and they've also heard that line, let me know. Drop us a fucking comment or something, I think... because I don't think I'm going crazy. I know I've heard it. Body, I
0: think you got some Mandela effect. Oh, I'd also like to, uh, Big Red John and Sylvia
1: bounce out to the showers by this themselves. This is true. Okay. So as Dave... Uh, heads back to the kitchen to grab some hot dogs that are boiling in a big pot on the stove. The killer sneaks up behind him and shoves his head down in the water so he could see it better and holds him under there until the bubbles stop.
0: Right. He gets his oh, death number... Wait, is this four or five? Uh, I got a different... It's death number four. I didn't fix my numbers. Uh, Dave got curious and wanted to know what a wiener looked
1: like up close. <laughs> <laughs> you see seen one up close. Yeah, I've seen a couple. <laughs> Outside at the police station... Several dogs... Oh my god, yeah. now barking. And here's something that I, I I swear to god I heard in the commentary that these dogs are actually... Feral as fuck? Feral wild dogs. Look at that dog! That they just incorporated into the movie. They're actually just part of the fucking town in Nova Canadian Scotia. Canadian Wilderness? Yeah. Do you want to pet them? No. I'm pretty sure I know what they eat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's neat that they got this fucking in there, but I'm almost positive these are fucking wild feral dogs. Uh, and they're barking outside, causing a ruckus. A motherfucking ruckus. Bringing the motherfucking ruckus, Wu-Tang number two. <laughs> As the chief goes out to check on said ruckus, he finds the dogs are looking at a heart-shaped box that has been left outside. This dog, I don't even know what the... Dude, he goes and takes a fucking snap
0: at it. I got him, it. Dude. I got it right here. He heads out the door and sees encounters three insane dirt wolf shithounds. Well, two of them are actually pretty chill. But one of these dogs is genuinely fucking insane. So he goes to, like, shoe off the dog. And that piece of shit Dirt Wolf comes up, takes a snap at him. Does it again. I'm looking at you, Riley. Keeping an girl. eye on our dogs when yeah. we're talking about these fucking yeah, things. Yeah, no. So we got the two good boys over here. That fucking Dirt Wolf's going to pound on your door like, You got some human hearts there. It's like, no, we good. <laughs> so then, like. I know the fucking chief is Canadian because I would have kicked that dog in the fucking head. But, yeah, no, he didn't. That fucking shit-ass dirt wolf. Anyway.
1: Cheap, cheap Newbie picks up the note and reads, You didn't stop the party. And you can't stop my dancing. There's no rhyme here. You've been fucking rhyming this whole time. Yeah, what What the fuck? There's fucking nothing against it. Harry, Right? Harry ass warden. Harry pair of testicles. <laughs> Shut up, dude. You're dumb. <laughs> Before picking it up, and he's seeing that his hands are covered in blood. And he thinks to himself, I hope this is not Chris's blood.
0: Then <laughs> <laughs> he takes a bite out of his jill sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> then he bonks his head on the fucking... You fucking
1: turned it around on me, you
0: motherfucker! Then he bonks his head on the ceiling and he sees stars! This is why I love you! This <laughs> is why I love you! And I love you too. Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Woo! Scotch. Is you got to drink big. it too. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I forgot how toast work. Ugh. All right. Now that he's figuring out if this is Chris's blood, while all this is going down, and this, this movie is is, is uh, pretty guilty of this. It hops back and forth in real time. It does. It makes it a little easier on us. So, like, mm. yeah. it may, But it makes it hard to write the notes down for it. Um, you can cherry pick it. While this is going down, the party is starting to get good. We have some cocaine jokes to lighten the mood.
0: Oh, fucking stupid-ass Harold takes a- Howard. S- Howard, I'm sorry. Takes a fucking snoot out of a moosehead beer, which I was going to try to get some moosehead beer, but apparently they, A, don't make it anymore, and B, it's a Canadian beer. Fun fact.
1: So, yeah. And he says something like, oh, I almost Howard dr- I almost drowned in coke or something like that. Because it's supposed to be he's, dr- he's snorting Coca-Cola. Oh, wow. I understand how humor works. I'm giving it for the listeners. Um, so, you know, after all this goes down, uh, Axel, the Axel, TJ, Sarah love triangle causes an argument that Jeez. makes it super awkward for everybody between the three of them and a fight breaks out between Axel and TJ. That's not really a fight. It's TJ gets his fucking
0: clock clean yeah. because Axel's Axel beats the big... shit out of him. The fucking Hojo
1: shows up. Big fucking up. Dolph Lundgren looking motherfucker. Right.
0: Uh, who's our boy? Our Quaker Oats looking ass motherfucker.
1: Uh, that Hollis is Hollis. I
0: love it, dude. He jumps in and he is just straight making them his puppy dog bitches. He has TJ and some like upside down turd flippers.
1: I something. like Hollis in this movie. He's, he's my MVP. He's like, he's, you know, he, he looks dirty. He's, he's, he's portly. He's the only portly gentleman in the whole crew here. Yeah, he's just sturdy cat. Right. But he's, he's also funny and he seems to be the most popular. Right. Cause he's palming out old girl and she's, she's Pretty up fucking hot. She... Yeah. Yeah. You know so what? you got this like bros. fat guy who's f- getting the puss sturdy. He ain't he ain't getting blown Sla- over. In he's the wind. slaying puss, right? <laughs> puss is slayer. He's slaying puss like Buffy slays vamps, and uh, you wow, know he's really? like still fucking. He's still like the cool guy. You know I, I like Hollis a lot. He's probably my favorite character. Yes, I I kind of
0: like the uh, the Howard and Hollis show, just like my Coltrane and fucking you know Barrett. Right, Combo.
1: the Baron Coltrane. Honestly,
0: fuck Al, uh, Axel and fucking Turjar. Oh, Dave, what about Dave? What about Dave, my friend? After Hollis breaks up the fight, Axel goes storming off to have himself a good cry. Oh my God, yeah. Do you see, like, on the way out the door, how dramatically he opens that fucking beer? Takes one beer. It's like, what's that gonna do for you, dude? Take well, the it's whole It's Canadian beer. He,
1: but he pulls it off a six pack. Take the whole fucking pack. No, with no, him.
0: he's Canadian courtesy. Or courteous. Yeah, he is sorry. I fucking love how the dynamics
1: of every character in this movie. They're just so good. Inside one of the buildings at the same time, John, who has snuck off with Sylvia, are Mm -hmm. necking. Necking? Necking. Or are they going steady? Necking. Necking. When can neck you. He goes for a little upstairs outside and... Sylvia says that this would be a good time to get a couple beers.
0: No, he's getting ready to take the USS Dong Zone to fucking Plowtown, <laughs> and she's like, Gee, are you ready? And then he pulls out a fucking uh, Dong
1: bag, and she's like, nah, nah, go get some more beers, you big red goofball. So he heads out, and says to, uh, or Sylvia says to hurry back, and John goes back to the party as the ladies are prepping more hot dogs, and they find a human heart boiling in their party meat. No, it's them gals was finger-blasting them wieners. John chuckles, that it's probably some joke by Howard. Fucking
0: Howard. You know, you know Howard and his hilarious human heart pranks.
1: Reaches into the fridge, and he grabs a pack of Schmidt's gay. <laughs> <laughs> he was right
0: next to the AM ale.
1: Have you ever seen that SNL? Yeah, buddy, dude. That's, that's classic
0: Farley, classic Sadler. <laughs> I
1: love that shit, dude. Uh, completely missing oh. Dave's melted-ass fucking body, shoved into the back of the fridge. So...
0: I got some here. I thought this was um. Let me not put my head or the talking in the mic. I thought that was Dave's heart. Do we ever find out whose heart that actually is?
1: That is that is uh that is Dave's heart. Okay, so like when Dave got his face melted off, did we see like so every time the killer kills somebody, they cut the he cuts the heart out. Okay,
0: man, that's what I was fucking thinking. Yeah. I didn't want to. Um... That is Dave's heart. Okay, that is Dave. Well, heart. fuck. Wait, did I not have a Dave death? Oh, yeah. No, okay, well, I'm going to come back and say it. I'm going to fix my my shitty pun.
1: Eat your heart out, Dave. There you go. (laughs) And we're back. All right, so he misses Dave's melted ass, fucking shoved in the back of the fridge. It looked like a candle jacked off on his face. (laughs) Well, to one side is the fridge, the other side is the secret entrance to Pearl. Uh, Huh?
0: Shut the fuck up, dude. I was going to say, they also do that same gag in Slumber Party Massacre.
1: And he heads back now to Sylvia, who's waiting. But she doesn't have to wait long as someone starts to scare the shit out of her by running the showers and making all these minor suits in this room start to fall on her. Can we talk about how chipsy those
0: fucking faucets are? It's just some dude with, like, a pair of pliers. It's just just a a a copper
1: pipe, and they just fucking close it off at the end so that the fucking water comes out in, like, a cone. So, she eventually runs into Happy's dead ass, who falls from the ceiling, before the killer... I didn't have that in mind. Is that in the... Mm-hmm. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah, fuck. so the suits are falling down, and mm-hmm. these are the minor suits, right? So, they look like they're Harry Warden coming down, and then one of them is actually fucking Happy, falls down, fucking... So, that's what missing. sets her off. Yeah. Okay. And she turns around, and the killer then grabs her by the fucking dome. Callback! Walks her over to the metal pipe of one of the showers, and impales her through the back of the head on it now john returns a little too late <clears> oh my bad Sorry. death
0: number six sylvia man get sylvia a napkin or a kleenex or something because that bitch got some rusty pipes <laughs>
1: <laughs> she running all over the place my joke was terrible it's
0: all right you tried uh rusty pipes that's a cocaine reference when you do too much cocaine and you get a nosebleed
1: oh yeah okay
0: they didn't teach you that in fucking
1: Christian Academy. I didn't have enough money to get the Rusty Pipes, just enough to stay awake all night. I learned that from uh, uh, Rules of Attraction.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Remember, uh, fucking Jessica Beale gets nosebleed, Rusty That's Pipes. A good movie. Yeah, fuck yeah. All it's right. Toe tag time in Teenville tonight. <laughs> that is very fun.
1: Now, and I apologize for jumping ahead, Nachos. You're right, buddy. John returns too little too late and discovers that Sylvia has been turned into a neat fountain. <laughs> I have uh, Big Red
0: John comes back with the brewskis and notices Sylvia is acting a little funny, a little prudish.
1: One might even say a little <sighs> stuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, elsewhere now, the chief gets a call from the state asylum. As he was headed on his way to the mine. Oh, so you he... mean they finally did their
0: job? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he heads back to this station there. and Because uh, everybody... he was
0: right by the mine, he right? He was. He was
1: going for the party. Mobile unit one. M- Mobile. Uh, and
0: um... Sorry, I'm fucking you up.
1: Yeah, shit. Yeah, you fucked me up. Oh, so, okay. So the, the chief gets the phone call, and uh, he heads back to the station to pick it up. And uh, the girls at the party now ask if they can go down to the mine because all that charred meat from the 80s isn't bad enough. They also want black lung too. Jesus Christ. So this is a big crew now. Sarah, Hollis, Mike, Harriet, Howard, and Patty. Patty, she's a, she's Hollis's
0: gal, right? Red dress? Uh, Slid I up to here, she's... cut down to here, <laughs> I'm going to get out alive kind of shit that gal. I think so. She's a cutie. I like her.
1: So they make their way down to the mine where Hollis says that he's going to give him a quick ride Whoa. and then back up to the party. TJ protests, but the gang doesn't listen because they don't know what's good for him.
0: We need to talk about how terrible of an idea this actually is. Like, hey, you know that whole incident where that dude, like, went crazy and fucking ate people? We should go down to the mine on Valentine's Day. I mean, but to be fair, if everybody stayed up in the rec room, that wouldn't make for a hell of a third act. Am I right?
1: Yes. Bad idea for sure. But the girls beg to go on this tour because this is exactly what your fellas want to do is fucking hang out at work on their day off. Yeah. Oh, fuck. But the guys say yes because they're not very good looking and they can't really be turning away Snatch. So during the Super Fun Tour, Mike and
0: Harriet go did, off
1: into a side no, road No, did
0: you catch it on the way down? Like, so they're going down this way and then on the other track you see fucking Donkey Kong zoom out on the fucking <laughs> mine cart, dude. And then fucking Indiana Jones is on the other cart and then you see Leon S. Kennedy fucking scooting
1: by. I'm like, what is this, Wacky Racers? Shit. <laughs> Must be the European cut. I guess, man. I like when they get down and fucking... Hollis is like, yeah, we just take it the same way up, but Howard has to walk. <laughs> yeah,
0: fuck you, because that's a burn from the, the, the very Earlier beginning. in the movie, the new guy's got to walk up. Howard, you fucking shit. So, Mike and Harriet go off into a side room for, oh, some, did for you, some... Sorry, uh, one more time. Uh, did you know at the bottom, when you when you get to the bottom of it, that thing's called a stipple, and that thing's called a stipple, and that thing's called a stipple, and that thing's, <laughs> called, a stipple, and that thing's called a stipple. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how he's giving a shitty tour. He's like, here we are. And
1: back up, please. But they're like, no.
0: Wait, are you talking about Mike, that stupid fucking name, and then Harriet? They have that real good idea that people do in horror movies where you split off from the fucking
1: group? Well, so not yet. I mean, well, they do split off, but that that incorporates definitely later. All right. Mike and Harriet go off into a side room for some heavy petting. (laughs) But up top, shit's getting real. One of the girls find Dave's dead-ass body in the kitchen, while John returns to let everyone know that Sylvia is dead. Everyone assumes that it's Harry Warden who's behind the murders, and te- Axel tells everyone to get, get the, the fuck, fuck out. While TJ tries to call the police, but the payphone, yes, a payphone, is dead. So he tells Tommy to make sure everyone gets away and Death also to get to the chief. <laughs> Harry Warden. No, I'm done. <laughs> Death number 10, the payphone. So he tells Tommy to get the chief and then tells Axel about everyone who went down to the mine, and they decide to go warn them and get them out oh my god i love this scene where they both
0: gear up and they're in front of the fucking mine and they shake hands i love this i love the fucking cut it's like hey i know there's a lot of bad blood ave but uh let's make sure everybody gets safe so i want to talk about this real quick that's the canadian fucking camaraderie man i love it it's even a trailer park boys and letter (laughs) kenny all right so like you gotta think they're taking that elevator down that is a slow fucking elevator. It's going to be like, hey, so what's up with Sarah's pussy? Is that cool or poppin'? Now, real talk, you know what they were talking about? Probably hockey. Probably <laughs> Tim Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons.
1: Probably poutine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, buddy. So as Mike and Harriet are getting busy, the rest of the gang is dicking around in the mine. The killer is slowly moving behind them and busting out lights. Dude, which that's spooky as fuck. Alerts the gang, so they decide to get the other two and get the fuck out of there. It's just the part where they go down to the abandoned part of the mine. Uh, So, uh, cut back to the police station. Tommy arrives, fucking fishtailing his ass through, which yes! is cracking me up. It's like, dude, he fucking fishtails like nine times. Like, you know what's faster than that? Just go in the normal speed limit.
0: Nah, it's because he was coming with such force, he decided to do like uh a, 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 a Elwood
1: blues and just kind of fishtail <laughs> over the motherfucking place. So, they, they let uh, the chief know about the party and that Harry Warden is there and he's killing everybody. The chief rallies the troops and the mayor before heading over to the mine and get trying to get everybody out safely. Down in the mine, TJ catches up with the crew and tells them about Harry Warden and the murders. They decide to split up. Do we get this part? Where and look for Mike and Harriet. It's the two gals. It's fucking like Hollis. Not yet. Wait. Not yet. Howard? Hollis finds them in the engine room. Where they have been impaled off-screen with a massive drilling bit. This thing is fucking huge. Well, wait a minute.
0: Um, either the unedited and the edited version are a little whack, or our notes are off. But um, I gotta. When they're like walking down the abandoned mine, it's it's Hollis and the two gals, and then fucking Howard pops up and he hangs upside down. Oh, yep. Yeah, I yeah. I did miss that. I swear to God, this is the funniest thing Howard has said the whole movie. Like, Hollis is like, you son of a bitch, you scared the shit out of us. He goes, hey, easy, man, I'm kind of hungover as he's <laughs> hanging over the fucking rafters. I did miss that. So then, like, I guess the mind is just Discovery Zone for adults, I'm guessing. <laughs> and also, Mike looks like a goddamn hockey player, and Harriet looks like Kitty from the 70s show. <laughs>
1: Go ahead, buddy. All right. Yeah, I did miss that. I apologize. Yeah. That is a good joke. You were glossing off it. Right? Um, so, like I said, uh, they split up. Hollis finds uh, Mike and Harriet in the engine room where they've been impaled by this massive-ass drilling bit. And where when Hollis are? is fucking checking it out...
0: Are you trying to tell me, Death 7 and 8, Mike and Harriet got screwed? <laughs> like, I'm ashamed of how easy that was. That was they, were just, they softballed me that shit.
1: So while Hollis is checking it out, the killer sneaks up behind him and shoots him in the head several times with this industrial fucking nail gun. It's, I got... I don't even know. It's like a rail gun. These fucking things are huge. So I got two nail hits in mine. How many
0: did you get? Two. He gets one to the side and then one to, like, the fore. I love how it makes that silence. And I was like... Because it's an air pressure gun. Dude, and you know what? Hollis is such a fucking beast. It don't drop. It. He's just like... Whoa. He stumbles out to where Howard and the girls are hiding yes. before he collapses and dies. You know, he kind of kind of gives him a heads up. Uh, death number nine. Yeesh, I guess. Harry really nailed him. Chuckle, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, 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 laugh. LOL. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the
1: killer then comes after the three of them, but Howard, being the hero that he is, abandons Patty and Sarah to fend for themselves because he he's a class bitches act. bitches out. Axel finds Patty and Sarah and tries to escort them back to the elevator. Dude, is this one patty starts acting fucking
0: stupid she's and like
1: i can't leave hollis
0: sarah slaps the fucking piss out of her sean she hit me it's real
1: it, it, <laughs> for the listeners out there we're gonna reference that quite a bit that's from friday the 13th when fucking um because pammy v yeah uh, uh betsy palms was a fucking a stage, stage actress and in stage in in plays and
0: stuff like that you, you actually pull hit. your punches
1: you follow there's through. no sound effect you and, hit someone like the acoustics like kind of shit and she hits her hard and they cut the scene and sean cunningham had to step in and go betsy dial it down homie." we actually add that in later you you whiff it she's like i'm in the mood
0: all right straight up i'll say it i swear to god if we are ever in a fucking horror movie scenario and i start acting like this slap me fucking spin me like a top dude (laughs) just just slap the fucking piss out of me i mean i'll slap you now no that's all right so, We're on a horror movie podcast, not a horror movie scenario. While
1: working their way there, Axel hears someone coming and prepares himself with this giant 4x4. Four four. It's the fucking murder beam from Evil Dead. Yes. And he straight cracks him in the gut. he's fucking, like. And he oh. accidentally, well, not accidentally. It was accidentally on purpose, fucking nails TJ in the fucking stomach as he comes around the corner. You hear him? He goes, oh, I'm sorry. For, yeah, he mistakes for Harry Warren.
0: he's, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. But TJ's real cool about it. He's like, fuck, you broke a couple
1: ribs, but I'd be aight. Axel tells mm. TJ. What happened to Hollis and Howard? And then they need to get the fucking girls and get to safety before looking for anyone else. All right, up top when the fucking chiefy rolls up, he fucks
0: up, and this this pisses me this off. This is where it comes in, right here, yeah. Oh, like he, you know, he's like kind of sussing the shit, and he grabs his sidearm. He so, leaves that fucking shotgun sitting in his truck.
1: As the chief rolls up to the <sighs> mine, oh, yeah, here we go, here we go. Sorry, he cannot me. get the elevator to work. And he's gotten out of the car, and like Nacho said, he fucking has a sidearm, but he leaves the fucking giant shotgun in his fucking car. Which, by the way, the chief, almost no fucking help at this point.
0: No. It, it, you know what? It's not even like when you have that shotgun locked in a cop car kind of thing. It is legit on a casual hunting rack. Yeah. Remember when douche tards would fucking pull that shit at, at councilville High School?
1: I do. Eh, fake Hoosiers. So... The group sees the control panel on their end because the chief notices that the elevator is not working. It's Sh- fucking smashed to shit and Straight it won't work. Resident Evil. So they decide to climb the ladder some 2,000 fucking feet up uh, via, you know, the ground. Doing it old OG. Yep. And on their way up, Axel slips and knocks a rope loose where Howard's dead body falls and fucking hangs. And the rope is tied around his neck, and it's so tight it fucking severs the velocity his head.
0: pops his fucking head as it off. falls
1: to the down to the shaft.
0: All right, so like in my version, you just—wait, what,
1: you got a death for this?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, oh fuck, this is a groaner. Death number nine looks like Howard got a little tied up in his work. <laughs> 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 so like. In my version, you just see Howard, and then you just see the body fall into the darkness, and then it fucking smashes down at the bottom. And this is always weird to me. I was like, "Where the fuck did his head go?"
1: I just figured like he banked it off of something and it tore his uh. So in my version, off when he when the body hits Before? the roar? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no drowning pool here. So when the fucking like the the rope tightens around the fucking neck as the body hits. So you're telling me the velocity of the fall. Uh, it pops his head off like a champagne cork? Yes. That's
0: insane.
1: And uh, the body falls, but the head stays. And so are you telling me the body hits the, the floor, floor? And it's the head is still hanging around. Ho, ho, ho! You motherfucker, you! Uh, so it's just hanging around. Uh, they decide... So they bitch out and go all the way back the fuck back down! down. It was they assume that Harry's up there waiting for them. Yeah, so valid they point. To, to climb back and down they're going to make it to the rail cars which is the way they came in originally and they just see donkey going oh 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 he's ready he wants you to get in that cart as they make their way axel is attacked off screen and thrown to drown thrown down in a well and drowns and and the last three keep on moving so we got TJ Sarah, oh, and Harriet you're telling me when they
0: take that shortcut around like the sump pump I'm sorry, room Patty. or whatever the sump pump room kind of thing and then you just hear the shit break you see his hat sinking and fucking bitch ass TJ says I
1: guess uh, uh, Axel loses his footing and I guess he falls through the railing and drowns. I think it's supposed to be Harry Warden throws him in because uh, ah. TJ's like, hey, it's it, like 60 feet deep. Like I can't They go show in all those signs everywhere. He's like, yeah.
0: it's too late for Axel. I'm sorry, eh?
1: We'll go to Tim Hortons and <laughs> toast him with a fucking. We'll get bear some claw. Poutine, and fucking Moosehead. TJ tells the girls to go one way and he's going to head down a different shaft, but a cave-in separates them, so the girls decide to keep on moving by themselves. Suddenly, the killer jumps out of nowhere from whips, the shadows... Whips around that corner. ...and hits Patty with a pickaxe in the gut, and she dies while Sarah watches and does nothing. You know what it was? Before running off. It was fucking...
0: Uh, Patty had been talking shit the whole movie like... Ooh, I tried to fuck Harry Warden once. He's got a little baby-ass dick, and so you know what? Harry whips around the corner, tired of all that shit she's been talking, and uh, slaps that pickaxe in her. Harry was mining all up in them guts.
1: Death number...
0: Ten. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just doing the on-screen deaths.
1: Yeah, that's that's it. Sarah's, uh, I'm sorry, Patty's death. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What you got for that?
0: Harry was minding all up in them guts. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, uh... So, can't win them all, Chief. So, T.J. finally catches up with the rest of them here, which is just T.J.
0: didn't die in the cave in. And
1: Yay! continues to try to make their way up to the rail cars. Up top now, the Chief has rallied some men, and they form a lynch mob before they head down to the mine to see... He brought the motherfucking crew. Yeah, they that, want wh- to see what's what, like 30 and if they can help deep. with all the killings and whatnot that's going on. Down in the mine now, the killer finally catches up to TJ and Sarah as they are getting the rail car working for their escape. He and TJ have a shovel versus pickaxe fight. This is dope. As they run around the mine after falling off the rail car. You mean they fell off the rails? Woof.
0: <laughs> the fight starts to get a little bit more dangerous. When he's swinging that pickaxe and those fucking sparks are coming off
1: it, that's, that's badass. As parts of the mine begin to crumble and fall apart, after the dueling is getting a little rough during the scuffle, despite the three to one odds, the pickaxe comes out on top as the killer moves in. Sarah uses this time to unmask him, wait revealing the killer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Wait. Wait. <laughs> no, I forgot what I was gonna do. I
0: had a bit. Uh. Yeah. So like, he gets his pickaxe stuck, and then the killer pulls out a hunting knife, and he's going in to stab tj and
1: then sarah like runs he just into said, unmask and it turns out oh my god it's axel it's- axel the whole time son of a bitch- red herring
0: what
1: who's been impersonating harry warden and killing off
0: all their mutual friends are you telling me axel was smearing harry warden's name in the fucking mud
1: <laughs> that's bullshit <laughs> t to the j then ask why Axel would be this way as he has a flashback to the night where Harry Warden killed one of the supervisors who, who just that supervisor? happened to be his dad. His daddy? Axel, as a little boy, was hiding under the bed and saw
0: the whole murder in front of him. You know what Axel's getting ready to do? Slit his, dad a- his dad's Achilles
1: tendon? <laughs> and then when he fell over, he's going to like eat his face? TJ uses this odd pause to push Axel into the already crumbling mine shaft, which causes a massive cave-in right on top of Axel.
0: You can't be fucking around in that abandoned side of the cave, or the the fucking mine, homie. As
1: the lynch mob shows up for some Frontier-style justice... (laughs) That's good, I like that. TJ lets them know where they can find him before he takes a much-needed break. He tells the chief that Axel's the killer, and the chief responds that he just found out that Harry Warden died five (sighs) years ago. Wait, so it was... His ghost. And they remember that on Valentine's Day, Harry Wharton had killed Axel's father 20 years prior.
0: And technically some
1: other dude. Yes, and the other uh, nameless supervisor.
0: Yeah, uh, it was uh, Shimp. Shimp McCallahan. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to jump out. I'm going to let you tackle this because I think we have radically different endings here.
1: So the group tries to dig Axel out of the rubble. But all they can see is his arm as they discover him. Very nice. Sarah runs in because she just can't make up who she wants to fuck. He's alive! And she helps to try to grab Axel. And Axel's fucking hand grabs her to hurt her as he begins to cut his own arm off from the other side of the rubble and separates it. And he then escapes as it runs away and screams that he'll be back with Harry Warden and the whole town is going to pay. And You're all going to fucking die! So how was yours? What was your ending like? It's very similar to that, minus the severing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. So, in mind, he, he, you can see him sawing it, like, completely. Dude. And then, like, like pulling himself away. Evil Dead 2014 stuff. Okay,
0: right. No, so, like, I always remember that he's running down and he's fucking looped. He's like, Sarah, I'll be a bloody valid dad. Yep. Sorry, dude. This jerky's burning my throat. Um, So, he's holding, like, this fucking blood stump. Real talk. You know what ends a relationship? When the person you're dating kills the majority of your friends and tries to kill you. We call that a red flag in the books, (laughs) kids. Not for Sarah, though. She's apparently like, oh, Axel, go get him. Well, she's uh, what the Canadians would call a fucking moron.
1: (laughs) So, uh. Hey, Nachos. more trouble. You want to see a dead body? You know I do. All right. All right. So uh, we might have differing counts here. Uh, I have 12 deaths, three of them off screen. Oh, I wasn't counting any off
0: screen. I, I just got 10. So number one, lady in mine. That's right. Impaled through the back of the neck. I saw a titty. Oh, sorry, t- then back, back of the heart. I saw, I saw a titty tat.
1: <laughs> number two, Mr. Palmer, Axel's dad.
0: Oh, you're doing the
1: chronological order. Killed with pickaxe, heart ripped out. Right. Number three, Nameless, Mining Supervisor 2. Right. Kill with the pickaxe, Harper, which I think is where we lose our two. I think his name is Bucky. <laughs> Number four, Mabel. killed yeah. with the pickaxe, stuffed in the clothes dryer. Yeah. Number five, Happy. Pickaxe through the neck, eye popped out. <laughs> yeah, that's gruesome. Number six, Dave. Head boiled in wiener water. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking dumb, but I love it, dude. Number seven, Sylvia. Impaled through the head of, the, uh, impaled through the back of the head with a pipe because your name's dumb.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I want to jump in because I, I, I guess I missed my chance.
1: Yeah. It, we talked about
0: this a little bit. So our editing might have been out of whack or whatever, and I hate you and you're a moron. But uh, primarily, what I'm saying is, it's just like you get the scene where Big Red John walks in the fucking room, and so it's like a three fourths angle. You kind of catch her head. You can see part of her head. You see the faucet sticking out, and you can see him die in his fucking eyes.
1: So in. In it's mine, gross. he walks in, mm-hmm. sees that she's impaled, drops the beer, and runs back out. When they run back in later,
0: oh. it's a
1: full-on, you get her full face with the fucking shower thing running through Is it, it a and dummy you, head? Or? And you see her, like, like, you see the waters running red from her blood. Okay. And it's a full-on shot. And it happens a little later. He discovers her at the same time that, that in your version. But they come back. Yes. Oh, okay. With a better shot. Instead of, like from like, a
0: profile from the side, it's full-on. Dude, I'm saying it's one of the few scenarios where uh, less is better. But just because you you get a feel of what's going on. And it's fucking gruesome and terrifying. And I think that maybe an extensive gore shot might. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's gory. I I think that it adds to it. I don't know. A bitch got a fucking copper pipe jammed through the back of her head and turned into a fucking a faucet.
1: Well, let's let me get through this. Sorry. Go ahead. Number eight, Mike, impaled with a drill bit. That's a stupid name. Number nine, Harriet, impaled with a drill bit. Be original, bitch. Number 10, Hollis, shot in the head with a nail gun several times. Yeah. Number 11, Howard, head severed from his body with a rope. He deserved that death. <laughs> He's kind of a twat. And number 12, Patty with a pickaxe to the gut. Yeah. So, Nachos, what was your favorite kill, my friend?
0: Ah. <sighs> The one where Blade tears that dude's throat out and throws... <laughs> Wait, sorry. Time travel. Uh, if I had to pick my favorite death in this movie from my uncensored version... Fuck, dude. Um... Mabel's death is really good, but I'll give it to fucking Happy. I have Happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hold on. Let me think for a second. Unedited kill. First edited... Um. I still gotta watch the. I mean, I'm gonna change my answer when I figure out what's. I still go with happy just because it's it's
1: a funny scene. And you know he he's a crumby it's, it's old. It's shit a good gun. gag.
0: Yes. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh
1: fuck, it's real. Yeah, that's what makes it fun for me. And yeah. And then and then the the effect is really good too. So I I, I did see that that, that Igor. Um, so we we'll, I- we'll, Igor.
0: We'll, <laughs> walk this way. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I'll shake to that homie. All
1: right, you ready for some stuff you should know?
0: You know what? Let me grab a beer real quick. Alright. Go ahead and fumble around or
1: pause it. I'll just be a second. Yeah, hurry up. God damn it. So here comes the spooky podcast. It's currently taking intermission while Nachos goes and grabs a beer for the next 15 seconds. do 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 do, do 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 Hey, you made it back in time for fucking Final Jeopardy.
0: Alright, so before we get any further, I just want everybody to know that Cincinnati Jeff is insane. Because for years, he's been quoting this line that doesn't exist in this movie. Don't worry about me, but what about Dave? oh Aww. Does it say, what about Dave under your cap? It
1: does. Luck is hard work residue. <laughs> Fuck off. All right, you ready for Stuff You Should Know, finally? Yeah, hit me up, boy. All right. In an interview with TerrorTrap.com, the director said that shooting on location at the Sydney Mines in Nova Scotia was chosen because of its rustic atmospheric appearance. However, when the locals found out that a movie was to be shot there, they decided to spend $50,000 to have the mine painted and cleaned. This, of course, diminished the reason that the production wanted to use that location in the first place, so the director had to spend another $75,000 of the Dirtying film's budget to use to return the mine to its original state for shooting. That is redundant as fuck. <laughs> That's called boosting the economy for no reason. Uh... The film was shot in authentic mines, which were often used as much as 900 feet underground. Only certain lighting devices could be used in the mines because of potential dangers of methane explosions. You
0: know what? I got a fun fact for you. Uh, despite the fact this movie is in a mining mining community and involves miners, no actual miners are in this movie. Miners
1: as in under 18. Look at you. wow Yep. As the director has stated many times, roughly nine minutes of footage have been cut from My Buddy Valentine to secure an R rating instead of an X rating by the MPAA. Because of the
0: hardcore sex scenes. In a result,
1: most of it, if not all, the Gordy scenes have been cut by the MPAA because of the backlash against Friday the 13th and John Lennon's murder, which just took place and was being blamed. What the fuck does that have to do with? Was being blamed because of violent movies in the 2009 special edition DVD of the film which was released most of the gory footage put back into the film only footage missing is the on-screen impalement of Michael and Harriet when John discovers Sylvia's corpse there was originally supposed to be a shot of the water coming through Sylvia turning blood red which we get part of yeah which was said to have deteriorated over the years even though a still of Sylvia's scene can still be seen online with a very say that three times looking fast. tummy Despite six minutes of footage remains missing, the director says that those six minutes were only, like, expose footage and character development and other non-violent scenes and non-gory features. The director says that the 93-minute version of the film is 85% of the way of how it was meant to be seen, and it is the way the movie was meant, even despite the grainy quality of the footage that has been put back in. Hey, that
0: ain't too bad. No. All considering...
1: So, Nachos, your final cuts of the movie
0: and right. your rating, sir. All right, dude. So, straight up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Or are we just playing games? <laughs> you think we're going to get Paul Abdul tonight, bitch? Uh, no, dude. This movie is fucking solid. The pacing is amazing. The gore is awesome. I love everything about this fucking movie. Uh, the gore, just the lore, the Scooby-Doo fuck-you ending, all that. Now, the only thing that kind of chaps my ass is I kind of really wanted Harry Warden, but it was cool. I mean, this movie's fucking solid, but we need to talk about one very important thing. The sequel. Oh. Well, I'm going to throw
1: it back at you real quick. The sequel that was never going to happen. Well, so it was going to be called, like, The Minor Returns. So, I, 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 I actually thought I had it here, but... What was supposed to happen was that they had set this up for a sequel, but they, one, didn't know if this was going to be um, a, franchisable. A, a, like, you know, a proper horror movie enough to make money that they could actually do the sequel. So they do set uh, it up. My nipples will tell you otherwise. With Axel supposed to be coming back and potentially Harry Warden himself actually returning. I and mean, people returning from the grave in an 80s slasher movie? That's unheard. We do get a remake.
0: That's
1: pretty good. Later on in the aughts, but... I would have loved... Is that
0: Jamie King? Uh, that's a lot of people. I don't remember. Jensen Ackles, Tom Atkins, uh, Willie Fartknuckles, Dick the dude Whistler. From Supernatural. Yeah, Jensen Ackles. Yeah.
1: I love those boys. So, anyway, I thought... Sorry, I thought, I thought that's what you were going. Please, please continue, sir.
0: No, actually, I was going to say, we need to talk and address about the real fucking problem in this movie... It ain't Harry Warden, it ain't the fucking Miners, it's these rabid-ass motherfucking dogs just tear ass and right ra- Yeah, I'm looking at you, you fucked weasels. He's just underneath I mean, the pillows
1: over there. He's like, quit bad-mouthing my, my
0: fucking species, my genius. No, dude, these fucking dogs are everywhere. They're fucking maniacs. They're jumping off of cop cars. They're trying to bite the sheriff. They're fucking eating hearts. They're eating candy. That dog look like looks like it has fucking AIDS. It looks like a fart knuckle away from having the fucking T-virus, dude. It is bananas. It is silly. You know what? Harry Warden probably got him fucking the taste for blood by feeding him little, little human giblets. This movie's a fucking ten. Uh, ten pickaxes up your chin, out your eyeball. This movie's fucking great. I love this fucking movie. Let me say that again. I love this motherfucking movie. Hey, Cincinnati Jeff, how about you? What
1: you think? I really like this movie as well. It has its flaws with its weird accent range that most of the characters it's Canada, seem to bitch. flaw in and out of with their Canadian accents with odd dialects that sort of interweave in and out of even the same fucking sentence. But one, the gore is solid. Solid as fuck. The ending has a really neat twist. Legit. Doesn't, doesn't set it up because... At some point down the line, they actually kind of make you think that TJ is essentially the killer if you were going to go that route. They never really set up Axel oops, sorry. until after... Who am I apologizing to? Yeah, who, where's Fuckin- your fucking... Yeah. Here's your Canadian... Whoops, sorry. Uh, You know, you never really suspect Axel, but I like how they bring it back in. It's really cool. It's fun. So it's it's a it, but it isn't. You know, until you get to the end, you're like, oh, it's not Harry Warden. And I like that. It's a very neat twist ending. You don't get a lot of good twist endings in horror movies you get uh no april fool's day whoa let's not i'm not saying that you know what's going on there but you know you get uh um... they're all ghosts it's so weird <laughs> hey like fact, happy birthday to me has a twist ending do you know casper the ghost died uh he had uh, pneumonia pneumonia yeah, yeah. and ghost. we're back <laughs> thank you the uncut version is very solid. I love the extra gore. It's pretty fucking gruesome. Let's fucking pray that Scream
0: Factory delivers us a pure pristine version of all the uncut
1: gold. I wouldn't say the acting is like solid, like fucking like Nicholson <laughs> here. but it's like a fucking it's pretty fucking good. slasher movie. That's what I'm saying. It's pretty fucking good. And the story is spot on, man. Like, it's fun. It is F-U-Fucking-N for sure. I really like it. I also, I am I. Now that I've talked about it, because I originally had it written down as a nine out of ten, I'm giving it a ten severed hearts out of ten. At a boy, yes, it's solid. It fucking deserves it. It is such a fun movie, and what an unsung fucking movie it is. I hardly ever hear about this. I see the fucking Prowler come up on the list before I fucking see this movie come up. Hell, we had a list of fucking ten romantic fucking horror movies to talk about. It wasn't even on the goddamn list. Fuck your list.
0: I'm gonna burn that list of wiener off with a zippo in
1: front so, of the zippo and serve its mom check on Mother's it out Day. For fucking sure. Oh. All right. Nachos, I believe you've got a little game prepared for us, sir. Oh shit, bitch. Actually, I'm gonna get the shout out out of the Hit way. Hit me. All right, so if you guys know about destroy the destroy the brain. The horror movie podcast, as well as they do the they run the trivia at the uh heavy anchor here They're- in St. Louis.
0: They're pretty much the front runners of horror in the St. Louis area, kind of shit. And these motherfuckers are solid. So, um, there's this cat part of the crew, Jeremy. I ain't dropping last names or Instagram any of that shit because I don't do that. Um, so like every now and again, he uh, out of the gastro pit, I think that's what it's called, gastro pit. Yeah, gastro pit. He'll do this pop up horror movie shit, uh, like like theme deals. So like he did one for Friday the Thirteenth Part V. I. I. And uh. So like he had all these fucking you know Jason related drinks like Mama's Boy and shit like that. It's real fun. The dude puts a lot of thought in this shit. So he had one for fucking uh My Bloody Valentine. Then I popped it the other day and I had like it was like not not tar lung. It was like miner's lung or something. Got the
1: black lung pop. I got the black lung pop. <laughs>
0: And I I was there long enough to fucking run into Andy and chit-chat about all the deleted gore because that motherfucker's good for that. And so that's just a shout-out to that motherfucker being awesome, doing that shit, and Andy. Also, check out Andy
1: and, and Destroy the Brain. Yes, they're fucking solid. A podcast All right. is good. Visit the trivia; it's a good time. Dem fart boys are usually there. Man, but like, unless you're Teflon Dave and his homies,
0: dude, don't don't expect to get. So we do. <laughs>
1: if you guys uh, ever want to check it out, they have uh, horror movie or uh, horror movie trivia every two to three months at the Heavy Anchor in St. Louis. Uh, horrible horror. Usually on a Thursday. And uh, here comes the spooky. Usually team up on a team called Dem Fart Boys. Because that's the best. Yes.
0: Primarily, I do it so the announcer has to. It's like. It like, was Nacho's idea, and it's funny. It's like Tom Atkins' diet, uh, Jallo's Suburide. And know, in third really place. And you could just hear the begrudging in the voice. It's like, in third fart place, boys. And then you just, I'm just <laughs> fucking training. Yeah, you said the fart boys. The yeah, fart boys. I'm a- As I was farting. I was like, <laughs> I made you say it. All right, Pickle Tits, you want to play a game? Let's play a game. All right. We're going to play a real dumb version of Would You Rather. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to need the pros and cons of each scenario and then your outcome. Okay. We got 15 rounds. Okay. Out of 70. (laughs) All right. Would you rather tell Tom Atkins his mustache is weak or get your ass beat by Glazer anytime Alfred does something weird?
1: Um,. This is. All right, so I, I can't go into pros and cons of each of these. I'm, I'm going to give you my choice and why. Yeah, that uh, works. That works. I wouldn't tell Tom Atkins his mustache is weak because he would break definitely... his heart and he'd beat the teeth exactly. out of it. Exactly. He'd be sad and I'd be dead. Ezra Glazer is uh, he's a big soft pussy. But he's a he, he wants to act like he's a hard ass, so I'm gonna take the bla- the Glazer ass beating every right. time on
0: that. Because he's gonna hike those shorts up his butt crack. Probably,
1: probably gonna give me an ass
0: blasting. Oh yeah, oh yo, he oh, fucking yeah, he's he's acting weird. Fucking weirdo. I'm gonna hug oh, his pretty girl. Pretty girl Wear that wig. All right, number two. Would you rather have Santa Berg flub a move on you, or have Goblin Potato Face from <laughs> Miss Claus wake <laughs> you up in the middle of <laughs> the night by eating that butt? I'm
1: gonna go ahead and say Santa Berg get a little fucking Goldberg on me, uh, because uh, potato sack face. No. Nah. nah. Absolutely not. Watch Mrs. Claus to figure out why.
0: Well, that's fu- it's like it's only if we were like on another. Plus, I'm podcast. not
1: really into fucking anybody. I don't even like to touch my own butt.
0: Nah, dude, I don't even wipe my butt anymore. I'm actually
1: jealous that fucking Aaron has a dude, bidet. What? No, what? I gotta wipe my ass, and this guy's got a classy ass fucking what bidet.
0: What the fuck did Aaron say? It's like. You fold up the toilet paper and you spit on it. We call that the Alabama uh, The Alabama wet wipe. wipe. Uh, I did that earlier today. I'm dead <laughs> fucking serious. All right. So the butt ain't getting eaten, and you're going to get fucking speared through a deli counter. Stay with
1: my butts where poop comes from. Home.
0: Yeah, it's not a sexy thing. Unless it's a sexy thing. But I ain't having Scotch. it.
1: Scotch.
0: All right, number three. Be the butt of one of Marty from Slaughter High's April Fool's Day's pranks or
1: tell Cane hotter he ain't nothing but a big pussy anyway. Tell Kane Hodder he ain't nothing but a big pussy anyway because Marty straight kills you in his pranks. His pranks are very violent and end in death, like drowning in poo-poo water or fucking being soaked in an acid bath. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Kane Hodder. Tits! Screw!
0: oh, Talk dirty! <laughs> I don't know, man. After Kane Hodder gets done with you, you're probably going to wish you were fucking dead. All right. Number four. Have a slumber party with Freddy or a camping trip with Jason.
1: Slumber party with Freddy. Uh, It would be more fun. Either way, you're going to end up... Because he's going to
0: pass out and you're going to put his claw hand in like a bucket of warm water. (laughs) And he's going to... Oh, bitch, I didn't piss myself! The
1: scenario is going to end in death either way. So I'm going to go with uh, slumber party with Freddy because he's going to have fun with me. As we're fucking Jason's just going to ruin it the moment he gets pissed off.
0: All right. Do you remember the movie Shocker? Yeah. All right. Would you rather have Horace Pinker set up your cable... Or have a ride along with Officer Matt Cordell from Maniac Cop.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck Horace Pinker. Ride along with Matt Cordell. I can get free cable anytime, dude. I got Hulu and fucking, <laughs> s- fucking all that shit on Netflix. I want to fucking ride along with Matt Cordell and watch this guy fucking beat the shit out of hookers and hide him in fucking tr- dumpsters and shit, dude. Dun, 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 dun. Besides, so, it's fucking. He's the jaw, dude. D- d- czar, the Zadar. It's Robert jaw.
0: Zadar. Dude does chin. Dude, so Media Cop 2, they straight up have a rap we'll listen to off the air. Yes, I yes.
1: I have He'll heard show it.
0: up in your jacuzzi with a motherfucking oozy.
1: Alright. Oh
0: so I'm gonna fuck you up with this one. Number six. Watch the Pogo uh watch the Poughkeepsie tapes with your family or <laughs> ask Oh, hold up. This is gets it gets dirty. Or ask John Landis if it was fun working with Vic Morrow. Do you need me to explain that one? I'll explain it to the audience. All right. So, the Bokeepsie tapes is a gross fucking movie. No, do do the. All right. So, obviously, they can figure out the kids' John Landis uh, is an amazing director and all that shit. I love that guy. But, like, he did the first segment of the Twilight Zone movie where, like, this helicopter fucking crashes on Vic Morrow where he's holding, like, these two Vietnamese kids. And, like,. They all die. They all fucking die. Like, legit. Vic Morrow gets decapitated. This kid gets decapitated. I'm doing that dead dog thing again, aren't yes. I? Yes. All right, so they fucking get super murdered to death, so I will ask you again, kind Cincinnati Jeff. Watch the Poughkeepsie tapes Poughkeepsie with your tapes family. Poughkeepsie with my family.
1: Or Ashland And no other explanation needs to be fucking said.
0: And we're back. Pop it! Oof. All right, number seven. Try to get Leatherface uh, leather leather to go- feces. Leather feces. <laughs> Try to get Leatherface out of your hair. (laughs) Try to get Leatherface to go vegan or teach Jason how to swim.
1: (laughs) 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 Let's hear that one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Leatherface trying to go vegan because I could try to give him the impossible burger. Uh, Teasing Jason how to swim is like fucking cheesing a rock how to swim, dude. That lumpy kid's not going to fucking figure it out. If he couldn't already, that lumpy boy can't swim. Yeah. All right, number eight. Tell Jesse the Body Ventura
0: he's just acting paranoid. Or give the Crypt Keeper a deep tissue
1: body massage with gravy. <laughs> I'm going to go with give the uh, Crypt Keeper a deep tissue body massage. Yeah, but he's making jokes the whole time. Exactly. That's what makes it fun. That's why I chose it. I guess you're
0: really tickling my
1: ribs. I'm not scared of Jesse the Body Ventura. So What yeah. if he
0: busts out old Painless, AK his
1: dick? <laughs> Cause he ain't got time to bleed, but your butthole Just does. Just gonna bore me with fucking, uh, um, uh, fucking conspiracy
0: theories. All right, tell Kane Hodder he was awesome in Freddy vs Jason, <laughs>
1: or be related to Laurie Strode. Uh be related to Laurie Strode, dude. Way cooler. A lot of those people don't die. Most of them do, but not a lot. Her son lives, is uh, sort of Josh Fartnett. If it depends then... on which universe you're in, uh, her daughters. Liz? Uh, nah. Daughter?
0: Nah, nah. Jamie Lloyd catches a fucking bullet to the dome in part six. Or he gets jammed on that fucking. Depends
1: on which way you watch it. Well, I mean, it, uh, wait,
0: it, what did they say in psych? It could go either way. I've seen it both ways. I've seen it both ways. All right. Number 11. Go skitty dipping in Amityville. or In Amity Jaws. Or tell Pamela Voorhees she's a lousy cook.
1: Ooh. Uh I'm gonna go with Amityville. Or, Amity, sorry, Amity. Amity yeah, Amity, I fucked the up. The town too. of Amity. Uh, to swim in jaws. You got a fifty fifty chance to come out alive, as where Betsy Palmer is going to kill you. She's an unstable woman. You know Man. what?
0: You're good. You throw that fuck in your wife's pot roast. She's the fuck very is-
1: mad. She's her lumpy kids already died. She also now her cooking sucks. She's gonna kill you. She's very unstable.
0: Cincinnati Jeff, I have fibbed you, I only have thirteen of these. Alright. All right. All right. Number what? Number 12. Bury Zeus in the
1: Pet cemetery, <laughs> or spend Mardi Gras with Mardi Gras bead face? Uh, Spend Mardi Gras with Mardi Gras bead face. Uh, he's not that threatening of a killer after seeing Lawson, Don't Go in the Woods Alone. Uh, as we're burying Zeus in... He sucks and he's alive. He's fucking horrible now. There's this there's this instance where Melody, and my wife and I, Melody, were sitting on the couch at our old house before we got the dogs and the two cats were fighting, Boots and Zeus. The
0: Zeus, beautiful, amazing, perfect cat Boots.
1: Zeus got behind the amazing Boots and he wrapped his hands, his top paws around his throat and he put his back paws on his back and he pressed his back in as he pulled his paws in. In a choke move, right? So imagine somebody's got his... Arms are on your throat. I have the weirdest boner right now. And he's kicking you in the ass, like, trying to choke you. He's, he's getting that I... choke leverage. He's, like, trying to kill him. Actually trying to strangle the other cat. I've never seen another animal do this before. It was very methodical and planned out murder right in front of me and my wife. Also, on the floor. Where we're just fucking trying to watch fucking like, Zeus TV. Zeus is
0: a Taliban terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going... With spin Mardi Gras with Mardi Bog- Mardi Gras beef. Yes, wait—he's right. he's
1: got a—he's got a big stick. I think I can survive that. Yeah, buddy. Uh, all right. He's not bear trapping me down fucking Bourbon Street, okay? So I think I'll be okay. Okay. All
0: right. Number thirteen. Go on a Tinder date with Harry Warden, <laughs> or watch the live-action cats movie. Oh God. Uh, I will go on the Tinder date with Harry Warden. Yeah, he's probably gonna pickaxe your bill. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself with that <laughs> shitty pun. Give me your scotch. I'm fucking.
1: All right. All right. All right. All right. So that's it for the episode. Thanks everybody for checking us out. Remember, you can drop us a line at here comes a spooky at gmail.com. <laughs> you can uh, find us on Instagram at here comes a spooky at Twitter and Facebook at here comes spooky. Um, next episode, episode 16, we're going to do a watch-along in spooky vision. And we're going to finally solve the mystery of what happens when you try to watch a motherfucker ice skate uphill. Yes, we are going to watch... We're just dropping here now. We're going to watch Blade because it's Blade,
0: Blade, Blade, Black Blade, History Blade. Month. And
1: we want to go for it. We love Blade. What better time to watch it than now? And we're never, probably never going have a chance to actually watch Blade because it's not technically a horror movie. It's a classic oh. horror trope with... You know, vampires, but it's... Ooh, vampires Yeah, how do, you, how do you fit that <laughs> in? It's like, you know, <sighs> vampires are scary in some instances, but in this one, we just want to watch it because fucking Blade's a fantastic movie. So, thank you. Our buddy Zach Appreciate actually it. had a really good idea. He actually,
0: busted our chops. He's like, why didn't you go Man? And I said, motherfucking I Blade, Blade, Blade. Sorry, I'm burping a lot. That's actually um, Bone Thugs. We're going to listen to that soundtrack, right? Yes. Oh, but before we do that, can we... Stay spooky, bitches.